The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Just keep moving on There's a world that's waiting to unfold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far but you know it won't be long We're almost there and we've paid our fare with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, dear listeners. I'll find what I call home. Until tomorrow, you know I'm free to roll. Here we go. This is it. Uh, good evening. Uh, the late night alternative. It's a fader there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very welcome to. Oh, looky here. Um, I'm go- where do I drag? Hang on a second. Where do I drag them down to? I should have. This is a brand new. I'm going to try there. Hello, Clive. Hi, Ian. It works. Sing hosannas. It works. It works, Clive. Hello. Yeah, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can indeed. It w- How are d- you? double works, Clive. This is awesome. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. And, and can I say it's a pleasure to be your first caller? Well, it, and it's a pleasure to have you as my first caller. Have you... Here's the thing. Have you... Um, for those of you who are interested, we're in brand new studios. Uh, and I've got a fader, which means I can do this. With, with, without, any, wow. without any faff. Um, but have you been calling up every show on talk radio today to try and be the first caller? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, no. That would have been... No, that, not. I that wish I did, been, but not... That would have been a record to have uh, achieved. Imagine, imagine telling that to your grandkids. I don't know if you have any grandkids. But I've got, I, I, you know, I can say I was the first caller on the Ian Lee show. So yes, one, yes, one. You know, this is what it's all about. On that Jeremy Kyle 
um, or Matthew Wright listeners. I don't think I don't think Jeremy Kyle works here anymore. So Ipsnay on the Kylesnay. Okay, yeah, we go. That's okay. fine. Uh, Catherine's here, by the way. Hello, Catherine. Hey, hello. Hi, I, I didn't notice Catherine was here because previously she, she's been sat on my right, and now she's sat on my left. Everything's changed. Everything changes, but you. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping out over here over that. Wow. I hope you're not literally tripping out on, on LSD, because that would put us <laughs> in a very, very awkward um, position if you were... Clive, you're on the radio. Let's really make this count, because the bigwigs, the News Corp bigwigs, are actually listening to this show, oh. possibly for the first time ever. So they're expecting a nuanced <laughs> debate on Brexit and um, <laughs> Theresa May's speech that she did at four o'clock today. Oh, and instead, man. we're going to talk about star signs and new coke and putting a, a, a base on the moon. So, um, let's make it a good first call, Clive. First of all, why do you have to put me under such, much, uh, under such pressure? But, what? although... This guy's under pressure, what? Jeez. Mm. I, I, I'm feeling the pressure, I'm feeling the heat. Okay, well, I, but, I don't know if you're up to it. I, I think you might need to have to step out of the kitchen. Hold on, guys, let's just take some deep breaths. I think we can all get through this together. <sighs> okay. It is with it. But, yes. But, but what, I, what I was going to say kind of relates to what you just said there. Oh. And I want to talk about milk, milkshake gate. Okay. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, chocolate's made. Yeah, because I, I, I listened to the show last, uh, last night and I agree with yours and Kath's view of this, yeah. I think. Okay. Um, I think it's funny. Yeah. But I don't think it gets us anywhere. Well, I think it just aids the other side. I think I think anybody now who's had a milkshake thrown on them is starting to look a little bit heroic. I think there's there's a sense of heroism. Yeah. And it is. And this is the thing we talked about yesterday. All these politicians getting milkshakes chucked at them. It, inherently, I find it funny. I find it funny seeing yeah. um, people who think they're important um, being covered in milkshakes. Yeah, because that's the 14-year-old inside yeah. all of us, right? Yeah. Oh, and, I, yeah, exactly. and, I, and I love it, particularly when and, uh, Farage got very, very angry. You could have seen that coming a mile off. And that was funny. Um, it was funny. It was funny. But, and we've got to be careful about that one, because then someone's been charged and all of that. But, um... I do think, not talking about that, but some of the other ones that have happened, Robinson and a couple of other people, yeah. throwing something at someone is, is an assault. It's an assault. It All is, right, it's, not, it's not acid, it's not a, a Molotov cocktail, but it, 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 it's an assault. And we and, shouldn't and do it. And here's the thing, right? If yes. we disagree with that side of the debate, yeah. right? Yeah. We need to reach out and bring those people from that side of the debate around to our way of thinking. Yes. Right? With, uh, and with we're violence? not going to do it no. by throwing milkshakes no. at the people who that side of the debate are looking to. Yes. Do, 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 do you see what I mean? Yeah, and I do. I know, we I know, like, I guess it's a bit of a pointless call, because you and Kath are kind of aligned to... <laughs> Dude, to, to, to all of the... Think, have you not listened? All of the calls to this show are kind of pointless and, calls. And we yeah, thank you for but, each and every one. Yes, well, some of them. But, but I think... I. I just look on Twitter and I see, like, the amount of people applauding this. Mm. And I, I feel like it's... Although, like, my call and, you know, is not going to make any difference at all. Mm. I don't expect that. But I, I feel like it's a matter of urgency that we actually kind of say to people, look, guys, like, take stock of what's actually happened here. The right. first we, one, the first one, which I think was Robinson, and I've seen the, the sort of video, yeah. the couple of minutes building up to it. And, um... I think that, if you watch that one, I, th I think that guy might have felt a little bit 
intimidated because he's suddenly surrounded by yeah. a big group of burly... He was an Asian lad, big burly white yeah. guys, it, who to whom it could be argued they are racist. Um, and this guy, you know, Robinson's obviously winding up, and it was almost like a, just a, a, a knee-jerk, an arm-jerk reaction. Get out of here. Mm. Yeah. And it's now become the thing. Listen, I don't think... We, we, you debate with, with people on that side or people on the other side. I don't think anyone... I don't think anyone has ever change their opinion on politics. Apart from a couple of tiny, tiny examples, I don't think anyone's going to change their opinion. So, um, but throwing a milkshake isn't going to do it, man. No, I think, and I, and I think it empowers the other side. No. Yeah. I, I, I think it, it I think, um, it makes, like, like you said, it makes him look heroic. Yeah. Right? Although there's and a, there's a classy clip doing the rounds today of a couple of years ago, probably a few years ago, when Ed Miliband gets egged. Have you seen this? He gets egged. That's not actually, no. It's good. He's, I just saw it on Twitter and I heard about it. He gets egged, right? He's in a group of people talking and he gets egged. Mm. He takes his jacket off, laughs and carries on talking. He, he, he doesn't quite... His assistant takes his jacket off for him, which is weird. Anybody, you know, I hate that thing when sometimes you go to a swanky restaurant and they take your coat and then you go to, they go to give you your coat back at the end and they hold it to put it on. I don't know how to put on a coat with someone helping me. I don't know how to do it. I hate it. It's one of my uh, many, many, many pet hates. There's a new book coming out at the end of the year, Ian Lee's Pet Hates. I think the, I think the issue is when, you know, one side and it's the side I'm on and I think it's the side that you're on. Yeah generally takes the side of morality, right, or, or or claims to be the more moral side, yeah. right? Yeah. So we should be doing things right. We should be doing yeah. things correct. Mate, right? the, left, the so, left are as bad as the right, and the right are as bad as the left now. That's the problem. That's the that's problem. The no, 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 no. It's the polarisation. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah why, we, can't we, we all just, why can't we all just strip off cover ourselves in milkshake voluntarily <laughs> and just and just writhe about on the, the floor. The, the milkshake he got covered in sounded amazing. I what, was it, it was a like salted... I thought it was a salted that. caramel... Yeah, that was it. Salted caramel banana. Hey, have you like seen that. in... in um, have you ever been in Five Guys? I have, yeah. Really? Uh, more what was... times than I'd like to, but what, yeah. Wow, so you, you, you actually entered Five Guys? Oh, come on now. I have, yes. Wow. Uh, well, multiple I, times. Okay, I, I, I have entered Five Guys, I think, thrice. And each, each <laughs> time I just felt dirty and bloated afterwards. I do. But, I, yes, exactly. That's how I feel as well. But they do milkshakes that have got bacon in. Are you serious? Yes, man. Yes, you can have bacon added to your milkshake. And I've never done it because I've always been in there with someone. And I'm too embarrassed. But if I'm in there on my own at some point... I'm getting the the uh, bacon milkshake. I'm always a boring guy, and I just get a Coke. Like, like, like oh, oh man, mate, you okay, disappointed me. I'm going to do that. I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to do that in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to get a milkshake with bacon. A meat shake. A meat shake, Clive. I want you to call us and let us know what uh, a meat shake uh, sounds like. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, apparently we're sounding brilliant. Apparently, apparently the quality, not not of the, the, the actual content, yeah. but of the vocals is uh, amazing. If that doesn't get our listeners back up, then God damn it, I've got no idea what's going to do that. I know what'll get our listeners back up. It's, uh, it's naughty, naughty Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Good evening, naughty Neil, uh, Ian. Naughty and, Nian? Uh, <laughs> naughty, naughty Sorry. Nian. Sorry, I've been drinking. Oh, have there's you? a surprise. What have you been drinking? 
Uh, Urine. What wine from Tesco's? Which mm, I'm going to mention Tesco's. Tesco, wi- Tesco wine. The finest, the finest Tesco grapes. Make the finest of the Tesco wines. Here's the thing. When I was a kid, right, you went and got wine. And people didn't get wine every night. People no. would have like... But my mum and dad would have wine maybe twice a month with if, with Sunday lunch. Normally it was homemade wine, but sometimes they would get a bottle of wine, Blue Nun. It'd be more likely to be cans of lager in the 80s, wouldn't cans it? Cans of lager, but not for a Sunday roast, no. No, but just for, you know, for watching the telly and no. that kind of thing. No, 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 Oh, no. we didn't drink wine for years. Oh, no, but people, no, we didn't know what, here's the thing, no one drank booze at home, really. Mm. No one, unless, unless my dad had a couple of mates coming round, uh, there was no beer. There was no beer going on. People didn't drink. Oh, people would go. People would go to the pub Sundays. Nan and Granddad came over. Everyone would go to the pub. We'd sit in the car with a bag of crisps and a coke. They'd have their booze. Then they'd drive back, sozzled, and we'd have a Sunday roast. But when, but what? The point I'm trying to make is, in the seventies and the eighties. Uh, you would go into like a, a wine department, and you'd have like five choices. Five choices. Now, I don't drink, but sometimes I buy wine just to just to look at it and remember the old days. But th- I, there's just too many choices. There's let you go in a small Tesco's. There'll be like three thousand different yeah. wines. You go, you go yeah. country to country. You go colours. You can have fizzy. You can have red wine that you can put in the fridge. Yeah, red wine in the fridge. Wow. And you don't get cork anymore. It's all screw top. It's Jesus. all screw top, which it makes, it makes things handy. Although I saw a video online today of a way to get a cork out of a bottle. Yeah. If you set fire to the bottle or you something. Heat the side, yeah, with a lighter. Heat, no, that, I, that doesn't <laughs> look good. Although if anyone, here we go, if anyone has a bottle of wine with a cork in it and a lighter, 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. We want to try something that could potentially be very, very dangerous, but we want to have a go at it and see, see if we can open your bottle of wine, sans wine opener, opener mm. avec la flamme. I've been caught without a corkscrew before, and what we did was just pushed it in with a spoon. Yeah, done that, done that. That's I, desperation, I, I've, though. I've that. Done that. Anyway, go on, Noel. Um, I've got an exciting development for the Thermos Hot Food Delivery Returnable Container. Oh! Universal. Um, it's, uh, so you'd have a, a red lid normally on the Thermos Hot Food Delivery Can Returnable Can you explain, just container. because we're in a new studio, we're going to have so many yeah. new listeners who are so excited about this, this, this <laughs> physical move. Could you just remind everybody what the hell it is you're talking about, you nutcake? <laughs> uh, it's, uh... It's very similar to a, a Cabaret's Roses tin, so if you can imagine that, but oh. it's got a, a, a vacuum in between the outer edges so that it's thermos. No. That makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? But, and the, the, and um, the lid is a plate. Yeah, and it's, it's a, a, uh, also, it, it has two indentations, so, so that the middle part is a handle segregation. Yeah. And you turn it over and it's a plate, and also the container itself is a plate. Okay. Plates. Um, and it's for deliveries of hot food. Yeah. And you can eat out of it. And uh, this exciting development is that you can have a... And here's the thing. I don't understand. With content and calls like this, how the hell can our figures be down? Carry on, please, Noel. <laughs> Uh, the blue lid would be a home lid, and you'd, you'd have loads of them at home. Yes. And you'd, you'd take the, the thermos lid off, you, uh, if you didn't want to eat it there and then, I I then you let it cool down, yes, and then you put it in the di- deep freezer mm-hmm. or the fridge. 
The deep and freezer. And then you take the lid off for cooking. Deep fat freezer. Okay, all right, so what's the exciting, uh, and I'll be the judge of that, development? <laughs> That's it. Is it a different no, colour? No, no, the exciting, no, the exciting oh. development is that somebody like Tesco's could do food deliveries using this and they wouldn't have to worry about food ah, thawing so out. the exciting development is nothing has changed. You've just thought of another bullshine way to make this <laughs> fantasy <laughs> seem even more far-fetched. And that has to be, that has to be um, respected. How dare you. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle every weeknight from 10 on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. It's a late night phoning show. Unlike any other phoning show, you're all expecting us to talk about Theresa May's rather dull ten point speech that she made earlier on today. That's what you're. you're ah, that's what they're going to. No, not at all. If you want to phone in about that, you'd be very welcome. I guess, but there are other outlets where you could do that. Instead, we just kind of sit here and we um, we talk bowls. One of the key points we're discussing today is uh, alternate ways to open bottles of wine, but old bottles of wine with corks in, mm-hmm. not with the the, the 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 screw top, with corks in. Kids don't know, but but back in the day, if, if a bottle of wine had a screw top, it was a lousy bottle of wine. It was the last one you drank, or the one you stole from your mum and dad's collection. Uh, but now they've all got things. But, um, uh, where is it? Joseph says, just to let you know, it's possible to open a bottle of wine, this is Twitter, on Twitter, by putting the base of the bottle in the heel of a shoe and slamming the heel against the wall repeatedly. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds risky. Again, if anyone wants to try that, we accept no responsibility for any injuries that may occur as a direct result of the rubbish we're spouting this evening. So what, you put it in a, the heel of a shoe? Yeah. So you put it in a shoe? Put the, put, the, put, the bottle, put the base of the bottle in the heel of the shoe. And then you smack it against a wall? Yeah. And that knocks it out. I guess. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We need someone with uh, a shoe and a bottle of wine that's got a cork in and also a, a, a bottle of wine that's got a cork in and a lighter because that apparently will suck off the the cork. Why don't you get corks anymore? I'm guessing, genuine, genuine guess here, that there's a shortage mm-hmm. of corks. Cork. You can still get some in some places. They should get a time machine and go back to my house in the 1970s, covered in cork. Yeah. Covered in a cork on the ceiling, I think. And cork tiles. That was not. Why would you do that? Sometimes now with a bottle of wine, you'll get what looks like a cork, but it's just plastic. Yeah, that's, uh, that's bull. That's not cork. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Dominic. Hello. Hello. You're all right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. What you got for us? Uh, I just like to say thank you for the Robert Holmes one. I thought it was really, really good. I enjoyed myself. Dominic, immensely. it's always our pleasure to come and do shows for the poor people who live outside of London <laughs> and don't get much in the way of cultural entertainment and are prepared to give us money for these said shows. 
We enjoyed it mostly, and I wanted to remind you about the uh, membership card as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to do a load of membership cards. Kathy's popping round to mine tomorrow. We've got to do membership card cards, including one for Dominic, because right. there's a few got lost in the system. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Dominic. That will be uh, sorted out. Don't worry, calling you Dominic. It says Dominic on the screen. We, we call you Dom, where we come okay. from. Um, hey, thanks for coming, man. It was fun in Manchester. We love Manchester. Um, the, 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 the Sunday show was quiet, but everyone seemed yeah. to enjoy it, so that's cool. Yeah, there were more listeners rather than contributors or shout-outers. Yeah, or laughers, or, or, or applaud- applauders, smilers, <laughs> yeah, smilers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but we had we had fun. I, I love Manchester. We've only got I've got to say we've got I think four more shows booked in. We've got uh, Glasgow in a couple of weeks sold out. We've got London in June. There's only 15 tickets left. We've got uh, Dorset in July, where there's 134 tickets left. And we've got Bath in September, which is selling really fast. And then I think we might have a break for a while. But uh, ianlee.com slash event if you want to go and find tickets for those shows. Dom, have you got anything you wish to contribute to the show this evening? Well, I have, yeah. Do you know, like... No topic is off the board, and if it comes up in a podcast, you can go back to it and raise it can. again. Of and course you can, yes. Right, my advice is uh, a clothes pop prop. Use a clothes prop, and you'll be able to prop it, you know, prod it right out the tree, no problem whatsoever. Okay, I'm going to have to ask you to remind us of, of what this topic is you've heard on a podcast from some time ago. Yeah, it was uh, 29th of July, 2005, on oh, LBC. Geez. It was a guy who got a rugby ball stuck up a tree. Okay, and just, okay, that's great, that helps. And just tell us how you would get rid of that, that re- retrieve that rugby ball. I would use a prop, an extended prop, and I would uh, nudge it. That's all it would take. Brilliant, thank you very much indeed for your help, Dom. That's great. That's, that's a phone-in from 14 years ago on another radio station. Well, if that ball is still up there, there's an answer. There's your answer. Evening, David! Hi, Ian, how are you? Hello, David, I'm fine. How are you? You sound down. What can we do to cheer you up? What can no, I no, do no. to make things better? What can I do to make you know? What can I do to make you love me? Anything? I'm not, I, I really like the thermos guy. Sorry? The guy with the thermos. Yes. It's okay. quite a good idea. It's, okay, t- t- tell us why you think it's a good idea. I think just the fact, the fact that it's like two plates upside down. Yes. And the food's inside the plate. I think I got it right. N- I so don't... When you get your meal, yes. you basically just open this box and you've got two, you've got a meal for two. Um, and the only thing you don't eat, you, return, you close it and return it back to the I don't think. Is that right? I don't think that's quite... How it works. No, Catherine, can no you explain There's no mention there it? of a rose's tin. If no. you imagine a rose's tin... You're the tin of chocolates. Yeah, I remember roses. They're quite old, though. I've seen a while since well, this would be a new like... one. Okay, sorry, no, I haven't seen any. And then you imagine it's it's got the double layer of a thermos. What can I do to make you love me? What can I do to make you care? What can I say to make you feel this? What can I do to get you there? Where you go, Catherine? You can take my breath away. Oh. That means murdering him, I think. You take someone's breath away, you've killed them. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, it's it's not quite two uh, plates, because that's already been invented. Noel Taylor is nothing if not a novel man. 
But it's it's a way of tra- uh, of transporting hot food in a recyclable, usable yeah, thing that can also act as a plate. Innovative. Yeah, it's he's really a, quite, he's you, an innovative. Cu- what can I do to make you, you love me? Him. What can I do to make you care? Hey, David, what can I say to make you feel this? Feel this. Oh. What can I do to get you there? They give me a fader, and the first thing I do is I sing, I sing to the cause. I used to like the cause oh, a lot. I used to like the cause. And David, thank you for your call. I feel we've, we've reached the end of, uh, of that road. 0344 So, so far, we have, uh, we have got opening bottles of wine, ways of keeping food hot. My God, it sounds so BBC local radio. Um, oh, and plenty of other bits and pieces as well. If you want to give us a call, it's the same number. Uh, it works the same way. You'll speak to Sam tonight. He will take your name and number and give you a call back. 0344 this is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on DAB, online and on talkradio.co.uk. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us um, a call. Why have I written down Tower Bridge as something to talk about? I know we're here, that's where we are, but I've written it down as something um, important to talk about. And I, I have apps. Oh, oh, I know why. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, no, it's not a funny thing at all. We'll talk about it a bit later on. All Just right. the, the, um, the inquiry into the attacks on Tower Bridge. And there's some amazing stories coming out of it. We'll talk about it now. There's some amazing stories. The doc- you hear about the doctor who was eating in a restaurant and he saw... Sorry, it's going to go a bit heavy all of a sudden. Sorry, I d- d- the way it does sometimes. Stay there, Michelle. Stay there, June. 0344 499 So there was a doctor eating in a restaurant when the, the, the terrorist attacks were happening in... Um, my God, in 2017. Yeah, London Bridge. London Bridge. London Bridge. Thank you very much indeed. I've written Tower Bridge. London Bridge. And um, and he sat in this restaurant and people weren't being let out of the restaurant and he, he kind of got up and he had to almost force his way past the bouncer saying, I'm a doctor, I can't see... I can't watch people die. Can't watch people die and he went out while the attacks were still going on. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. And there's another one. Um, a, a, a hero football fan... <laughs> I'm laughing because this is like a proper... This is a proper British way to deal with jihadists. A hero football fan hurled a pint glass at the London Bridge terrorists. I'm laughing, but it must have been horrific. In a bid to stop them attacking more victims, an inquest has heard. Gerard Vowles, friends with Tony Consonants, of course, mm-hmm. shouted at the extremists and said, you cowards, come and get me. Wow. Come and get me! His blood was up, wasn't it? Uh, it was, and I'm and I'm smiling and I'm laughing, and uh, uh, but, but but only out of sheer admiration for the balls of anybody. We'd all like to think, don't we, that if we saw something like that happening, we would do an heroic thing. But but, but I think deep down, most of us know we would do the sensible thing, which is run, yeah. which is run, hide, call the cops. That's, uh, you know, and there's, there is absolutely no shame in, in doing that at all. That is what the advice, the official advice is to do that. And, and it, But then you get someone like this Gerard Vowles chucking a pint glass at them, saying, you cowards, come and get me. Proper hero. 
after he watched them stab Marie Bondeville, who was set upon during the attack. God, so he saw a stabbing take place. He saw what they were capable of. And he still went and yeah. had some of it. There's a story of the off-duty nurse. Did you hear that one? Hang hey. on a second. Let me, we'll, let me do that in a second because I want to hear that. Let's just quickly have a bit more of this Gerard Vals. The 49-year-old, and he's not. He's a picture of me. He's not a big bloke. He's quite a slight gentleman. Said he just wanted them to concentrate on me and maybe leave the girl and try and save her life. Wow. Mr. Vows had been in the area watching the Champions League final and described seeing a man leaning against the wall on the opposite side of the road who said he had been stabbed and had a pain expression in his eyes and blood coming down his side. He recalls seeing people running from the direction of London Bridge and one man was shouting, there's terrorists, they're attacking everyone. He went to find two British transport police officers, Wayne Marks and Leon McLeod, who confronted the men armed only with their truncheons. Flipping heck! As he went back towards the scene of the attack, he heard a scream. It was a young woman being attacked by the three terrorists. They were not human-looking. The expression in their eyes were hatred. They were round in a circle. Th th three guys stabbing a woman. I mean, you know, these are tough guys we're dealing with here. These are heroic. Uh, they were round in a circle. I could see them... Uh, OK, it, 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 it kind of goes on. We don't need that description. The worst part... Um, the worst part that, keep, that gives me nightmares, she kept saying, help me, help me. Oh, God. I remember one of them saying, this is for Allah. In an act of bravery, he described to, he tried to distract the atta attackers, but backed off when one of them ran at him. I didn't turn around until I got to the other side. I saw, I knew he would say this. I knew he would say this. They left it to the last bit. I saw the guy come back and carry on attacking that lady. After half a minute, less than that, they decided they wanted to move on. Mr. Valves shouted, this guy's a proper hero. You cowards, you sees." Come and get me. But I don't think they took any notice. They headed past the buses. They were jogging, looking left and right for victims so they could attack them. Um, he started to warn others. Um, oh, and, and, and then it, got, it, it goes into... He, he, this guy saw horrific things uh, uh, happen. But, I mean, flipping heck, man. People like Gerard Vowles. What a legend! What a what a human being yeah. to think of others, and when they came for him, he did the right thing. He turned and legged it and called him a bunch of C's. Let go on, tell us about this nurse. This is Helen Kennett. She told the old Bailey she was trying to help Alexandra Pijar, who was fatally wounded when she was confronted by his attacker. She described as evil-eyed. They're all talking about this kind of uh, empty look on the faces of these guys. When she spoke to him, he replied, uh, uh, "What's wrong with you?" Because she said, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And the attacker said, what's wrong with you? And he wounded her too. Mm. Eight people were killed in the attacks on the night of the 3rd of June 2017. She says, I was convinced I was going to die, but I didn't want to die there. I wanted to die around the corner with my family. She told the court she saw a man holding a knife behind Mr. Pijard, describing him as having empty solars and an evil look in his eye. Before I could process what I was seeing, what was happening, he stabbed me in the neck. Although she escaped with her family, she didn't get to an ambulance for two hours, the inquest heard, and, and the guy she was trying to help died of his injuries. It's just uh... buttery. Clive has reminded me of of um, Roy Lana, who um, uh, took on knife wielding terrorist with his bare fist by shouting "F you, I'm Millwall." <laughs> these people are these people. You know, instead of like X Factor and, and Britain's Got Talent and Jeremy Kyle, replace the Jeremy Kyle show with putting these people 
uh, on the TV. If they want, they might not want it. They yeah. might not want it. But these are heroes. These are your actual heroes. And all the coppers and all of the, the, the ambulance staff, that, that you know, all of them are heroes. But these are punters who saw people struggling and could have been killed. We didn't know at that point if these idiots were wearing suicide vests or any of that stuff. And they still went and, and waded in. Yeah. My God. I hope they are... Um, getting all of the treatment that, you know, they need, all of the counselling that they need, and I hope they are rewarded with infinite riches. We should bow down and praise these people. They are legends. 0344 499 Good evening, Michelle. Oh, my God. The pace of this show changes. I was there earlier, all excited, going to tell you about how I opened, tried to open a bottle of wine with my boot, and it's all gone <laughs> downhill. It's not gone downhill. It's gone, it's gone on a side, a side wind. It's, it's, we call it a clunky gear change. We can, well, can we can I change I, back. You, you sure? I don't. I feel bad now. No, don't feel bad. Yeah, hey, listen. The whole premise of this show, Michelle, is that we are sat in a in a bar or in a restaurant or in a cafe or, or on the bus, and we're having a chat. And when you have a chat with your friends, it doesn't yeah. follow one logical uh, straight path. It meanders all over the place. It'd be like, oh, well, I opened a bottle of wine. Oh, by the way, did you hear about those blokes who stopped those terrorists? It goes all yeah. over the place. We can go back to a bottle of wine, Michelle. What have you got for? us. <laughs> well, actually, okay, I did try to open the bottle of wine by putting the bottle end, not the cork end, the other end, yes. in the bottle of my emu boot. There are my boots, so it wasn't an emu, it was actually a boot. And I banged it what's against an e- the wall. What's an it's emu like an boot? boot. Well, you've, you've, there's, there's different brands, sorry, that you've got like ugly boots, emu boots, those kind of like really ugly looking boots that people wear. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're ugly, but they're super those, comfortable. You know, yeah, they're comfortable. Can they're I comfortable. ask, can I ask, are rug boots yeah. still a thing? Because I remember about five or six years ago, desperately okay. trying to get one specific pair of rug boots as a Christmas present for my sister, and they you just couldn't get them anywhere. Are they still a thing? Because they look silly. They look really, no. really dumb. Yeah, but they're so comfortable. Yeah. Wow. They're so comfortable. Well, why can't they make comfortable boots that look like, you know, look all right? These look like knitted jumpers with big buttons on. <laughs> oh, you bought those ones? Yes. The Cardi boots. Yes, ridiculous. Nobody wears those. Nobody. Anyway, back to my banging on. Sorry, banging on the wall. I meant to say, what I was doing, I've got the bottle and I whacked it. And what's meant to happen is the um, cork's meant to fly at the end of the bottle if you've got it in, in a boot banging yes. against the wall. But it doesn't work. Okay, we it can verify work. that then. Okay. It doesn't work. Have you got a lighter that you could use? <laughs> You're supposed to heat, no, this is true. You're supposed to heat the, um, the cork through the, the glass and it, and it pops out. Oh, right. Well, why you put it in a boot? No, no, oh, God. There's no boot required for this one. Oh, right, As yeah. Phil Collins so once Yeah, no, 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 don't put the lighter anywhere near your boots, especially for, your, uh, emu <laughs> boots. There's a lot of rubber involved forget there. Forget the boot. Right. Get a lighter. But it does work. It flies out at the end. Apparently, yeah. Well, in the video we've seen online... I didn't actually watch the whole video. I just looked at the first two seconds and, and imagined the rest. Yes, but yes, <laughs> that's what I imagine you, happens. You put it next to the side of the, the neck where the, where the bottom of the cork is and you heat that area of the glass and apparently then it shoots out. Oh, that sounds a bit nasty. Can I just say one more thing? Um, maybe this, this won't be any interesting either, but I've been finding up. I've been following somebody called Maria Kondo yep. on uh, YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it. She's the one that goes in and does all the tidying. And I tried to do this on Saturday, and we're now Tuesday, and my bedroom is still <laughs> a massive tip. Uh, the, the only bit of advice I've got is when you put things in the bed that have got coat hangers, take clothing off the coat hangers. 
because they've ripped everything to pieces. But it's a mess. Everywhere's a mess. What is this, the Maria Kondo yeah. thing? She, she does like her. She's uh, a Japanese lady. Yeah. She goes into American houses, oh. and what she helps you to do is, you know, sometimes you get pickled brain from having everything a mess around you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she helps you to straighten things out. So she goes into your home, and uh, she goes through different steps about your clothing, about paperwork, about yes. books. And stuff to throw away. But you're saying you it doesn't. You're saying it doesn't work. Well, well, I'm on day four, and I'm still. <laughs> well, you're doing it. You're doing it wrong. I think you've bitten off more you than you can chew. Maybe you should have done a little bit at a time rather you're, than getting everything out in the middle of the room and then trying well, to. That's start, what she tidy. said. She said take everything out and throw it on the bed. Oh you, well, she's insane. You're, you're doing it wrong. You do. You must be. It, 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 this stuff works. Uh, mm. it, it must work. Otherwise, she'd be in prison, um, <laughs> like Anne Sang Suchet. Is that her name? Anne Sang Suchet? Isn't she David Suchet's Malaysian... Anne Sang Suchet. She was a big fan of Dave Lee Travis. Anne mm -hmm. Sang Suchet. Oh, yeah, that one. Is, her, is, it, is that her name, Anne Sang Suchet? No. I think it's close enough for me to know you're talking about. You know about. David Suchet and Peter Suchet are brothers? Peter were, Suchet. Peter, sorry? One of them died, haven't what, they? What, Peter Suchet or David Suchet? It's the one who played uh, Poirot. No, David Suchet's not. No, David Suchet's not dead. No, no, he didn't. He did last year. He did. No, Honestly. he didn't. David Suchet's sure? still David Suchet's still alive. Kathy's. Well, which one? Which one is it then? Because one of them died. I'm sure last year. Hang on a second. Catherine is finding out. Is David, David Suchet still alive? He's 73. Paddington, born oh. Paddington, London. And, and his brother's oh. Peter Suchet, who's yeah. also still alive. And John Suchet is the one everyone knows. Oh, John Suchet is who I meant. Yeah. Yeah, John Suchet's the newsreader. There is a Peter Suchet too. Is there? Mm -hmm. oh. Who's Peter Suchet? I don't know. David is Suchet's brother. Hang on a minute. Which one is the newsreader? John Suchet. How the hell did I guess a Peter Suchet? I don't know. And he's and they're related. Um, they're related to Aung San Suchet, who was in prison in Malaysia, and then oh. she was released. And the thing that kept her going it was, was David, David Travis. Travis. There's an irony. Um, and then it turns oh. out that she was dodgy as well. So actually, it's not oh. that ironic. There you go, there you go, Michelle. We learn things on this show. We learn things. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, well, we're finding out that the new studio is racist. In that apparently it won't let us call Ireland. Won't let us call Ireland, which mm. I which I find personally, as someone with the Celtic blood running through my veins, to be very very offensive. To be sure, <laughs> do you have Celtic blood running through your veins? Of course, the Scottish. They're Celts, so up yours. Yeah, thanks very much indeed. I thought you weren't properly Scottish. What do you mean I'm not properly? You told Scottish? me that you weren't really. Oh, now you're bringing up the fact that my dad is illegitimate <laughs> and is probably fathered by another man. That's what you're bringing up. He's not a Scot. No, you told me that you weren't probably Scottish. I didn't know. I wasn't going right. to take it there. How do how do I make a phone call out from this studio? I want to I want to make a phone. How do I make a phone call out? I'm going to touch that. Doesn't do anything. I'm going to touch. I want to touch. How do I make a phone call out from this studio? Because God damn it, if we can't phone Ireland, Ireland. 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 The Republic of Ireland. We cannot phone Ireland tonight, I'm where, sure. Where in Ireland are we calling? If, well, we're not calling anywhere. I mean, ah, dial. Have I pressed this? Sam, do you know how to work? Do you know how to... The, tell Paul Ross to get lost. Do you know how to work this? So what, you can come on the microphone. Let's hear what your microphone sounds like. Is any better than the last one? There we go. Good. Oh. No, there's still a hiss. How do I dial out? 
from here. Um, do you have a... Is there a thing at the top which says dial? Yes. They click that. I, I click on it and it doesn't... It doesn't do anything. It should be like a... Dis- does a display not come up? No. No. It's been disabled. It's, come on, guys. Let me, let me phone out. They don't want to weaponize you. Oh, man alive. Okay, well, maybe we can't... Maybe we can't... Let's, let's find out how we do that for another day, dear listener. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, I read, so, I, di- I didn't read something. I saw a, 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 a headline online, and uh, quite often for me, that's all I need to um, to make up my own stories. But it was about the fact that we are in or we are entering the period of the Gemini, the, oh. the, the Gemini, the, the months of Gemini. I'm a Gemini. It's June the ninth is uh, is my birthday. I'm a Gemini, so I'm guessing we're in Gemini now, right? And it was obviously going to be quite a sensible story about what Geminis could expect. Um, I, I, I think it, no, there's no one listening to this right now. There's no one in the world, is there, who actually believes in star signs. There, there, there can't be anyone who believes in star signs because it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever it's so obviously bullshine mm. made up by i don't know druids normally it's it's kind of like sad you know women in their 50s that that do it but there can't be is anyone listening to this 0344 i've seen the figures and the answers generally no but 0344 499 if there is anybody um listening to this who be- believes in horoscopes and astrology? Because I don't. Why would? Why? Why would you? Why would you? Well, it's all part of that thing. I think that um, as human beings, we all want to believe that we're special and that there's somehow some kind of destiny involved. And, yeah. um, and if you read the descriptions of each of the star signs, there's something in it that everyone wants, right? So yeah. I'm a Leo, which means that we're kind of um, proud and fiery and uh, so am I exactly. So right? am I. But it also means that you know you um, you are. There's a bit of bluff and bluster there, but underneath you're a sensitive soul. It, basically something that describes every single person yes, in the world, right? Exactly. And, and regardless of what their star sign is. But there are still plenty of people that hold to it. You watch First Dates, for example. It comes up now and again, doesn't it? Go, oh, what star sign are you? To work out whether or not they even continue the conversation. And surely if they believed in it, when they go, oh, well, I'm a Taurus. Oh, and I'm a Libra. Oh, we don't get on. All right, bye then. The end. Bye then. Mm-hmm. Why do people buy stuff that obviously makes no sense? What Now, the I Ching... I don't know anything about the I Ching. I the I Ching is where you, isn't it where you pull out a stone from a, from a mystical sack and that tells you, can I tell... Well, like runes. Can I tell you something? I've never told anybody. Go on. Right. Okay, I've never told anybody this and I'm, I'm hesitating because it involves somebody else, but I think I can tell this story, right? So, before I was married... My wife and I went to Japan, I think twice. Went to Japan twice, and we loved it. Loved it so much the first time that I planned to propose to her in Japan on the second time, right? And we were taken around Tokyo by um, members of this lovely little group called the Kurikorda Quartet. Great oh, yeah. group. Great mm-hmm. group. And their manager, Shinomi, who she became a really good friend of ours, right? And we went to 
And I was the only one who knew. I think uh, I, I, t- I told her parents, but I, I was going to propose to her on this trip, mate. Right? And we went to a Japanese temple. And they have a form of fortune telling in these Japanese temples where you get like a tube full of sticks. And what you do is you shake, you shake it and one stick will start to come out. Yeah, right? I think one, I've seen it in films. One stick comes out and falls out, right? And you take that stick and on it are written uh, kanji, the Chinese characters, right? And luck- luckily we had Japanese people with us so they, they could, could work out, that you, you compare it with these graphs and these things and, you get, and it tells you, this is, it tells you well, lots like of things. Yeah, yeah, predictions, right? And Shinomi looked at it and she didn't know what was going to happen, right? And she laughed and she said, oh, ho, ho, ho. It, it says, and this is my one, it says, uh, whatever you do, don't propose to anybody in the next six months. Wow. <laughs> what? And I went, oh, well, that's, well, that's, that's lucky because I have no intention of. And I, I proposed five days later and now I'm divorced. So maybe, maybe, maybe there was something in that. Did you also have some uh, psychic experience where they uh, suggested that you are not with the right person and then you said, oh, well, I'm getting, I'm planning to propose to her. And then after the break, oh, they that said... that was, that was, um, that was, uh, no, no, no. That was a psychic, uh, on another radio station who came in and said that I was, um, that, uh, I was in a relationship that was on its last legs, wow. right? And during the break, I said, actually, mate, I'm, I'm going to propose to her in a couple of weeks. Right, okay. And he came back from the break and went, I've just, I've just had a think. And actually, I think, I think this, this relationship <laughs> is going to work. And I sat there going, what? I just, to- I just told you this. What are you doing? I think I've worked out how to make a phone call. So I'm going to phone Ireland. Ireland. To see if we can phone Ireland. Um, okay. Now I'm gonna, there we go. This is Ireland phoning. Oh, oh Sam. Sam's a racist. Hello. Hello, is that Mulligan's Bar? Yeah. Hello, Mulligan's Bar. My name's Ian Lee. You're live Hello. on... T- you're on talk radio at the moment. Never heard of it. No, no, nobody has. Don't worry. Listen, I just wanted to check that we could phone Ireland, and I've heard that Mulligan's is a really good place in Dublin, and so we thought we'd use you as a test call. Here's the dump button. There it is. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Mulligan's. It's lovely to talk to you. There we go. So they tested both our international call capacity and also our dump button. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. But, well, it's effing packs over there at the moment, so that's great. So we can phone Ireland, so you're a liar. And the Irish can swear. And... <laughs> and do. <laughs> I, and I've learnt where the dump button is. You've never seen anybody looking at so many buttons going, hmm, I saw it 50 minutes. Ah, there it is. Right at the top. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you. Mulligan's in Dublin. It's, it's the best. It's the only place to go if you fancy a right royal rave up. But and a swear up. Royal. And a swear up. Good for him. Good for him. 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number if uh, you want to give us a call. I would love to speak to you if you do, because I believe in some things, right? If you do believe in astrology, call in and explain it 
to me because I don't. You might have had your charts done. Apparently, that's more in depth. Well, the, yeah, the stuff that you get in um, Chat It's Fate and you know, in the in, in, in the Sun, that stuff is, is accurate too... and scientific. No, <laughs> come on now. We do, do we have to do we have to suck up that much? <laughs> we're, we're all right for another three or four weeks, surely. <laughs> we won't be here that much longer, but we've got three or four weeks. Um, let's use that subsidised canteen for as much as we can. Subsidised, it's subsidised here, it guys. But if anyone believes in it, call me, because I don't. I don't. But I do believe in the Japanese toss sticks. They're called toss sticks now. I have now. no idea. I have absolutely no idea. And as you know, as you know, as I have displayed on this show, I d I'm a believer in the tarot cards. Mm -hmm. I can read... Um, I can read the tarot cards, and they are—they are eerily accurate, and you know that. I think that they are um, applicable to a lot of situations. No, they're—they're they're not though. They're really, really specific. When I brought the cards in and Dunham, Dunham, you were blind, and I knew you'd—you'd you'd be a revisionist. You're the—you're the worst kind of revisionist. Well, maybe the second worst kind of revisionist. Um, you—you were blown away. By the accuracy. We had to pick your jaw up off the floor that night. Didn't we find that the Magic 8-Ball was just as accurate? No, we didn't. No, yeah, we, we no, did. No, we didn't, actually. We, we didn't. We didn't. We found out that I had a gift and that I can read the tarot. The tarot... Uh, here's the thing with the tarot. Here's why it works. Oh, thing. Here's why the tarot works. They are imbued with the essence of the universe, right? Don't pull that face. Well, I'm not doing any face. Don't pull that face. I'm not doing any face. They are imbued with the essence of the universe. Each uh, pack of tarot cards is blessed, is, 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 is blessed. What, in the factory? Well, yeah. Why not? Why not in a factory? Okay. Why not in a factory? Just checking. Yeah. They are blessed. Mm -hmm. They have actual, I don't know what you'd call it, essence of universe embedded into the cards. And that's a fact. That's actually a fact. I've, I've read a book on it, so there you go. Um, gosh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What a, what a wide range of topics we've covered in this first hour of the show. Catherine, would you like to recap for the listener, please? We've covered uh, Thermos. Yeah. We've covered Life Hacks, Tidying Up, uh, Banging Boots Against the Wall, uh, Heroism, Horoscopes, Sweary Bars in Ireland... Tarot. It's all there. We, we've got loads more to talk about. Moon bases, um, tossing at women doing their makeup. Um, uh, what, this, this is, there was a story about about um, being gay, and I can't remember what it was, but I'll find it because I seem to remember it being a good one. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to call in about absolutely anything you want. You know how this works. We sit here and we talk rubbish, and if you want to chip in, you'd be very, very welcome to. The switchboard is empty at the moment, so now is a great time to call in and be called back by Sam. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. Somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chance 
die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuff. Makes Eastwood look so fine. You've heard him on the radio. You've seen him on television. You've heard him on the podcast. Live in London, Ian Lee. There we go. And. Uh, and yeah, you heard yes. on Free County. That's it. You heard her on Call mm. Radio. Okay. His number one no. lady, Miss Catherine Ball. Number one lady. You number one lady, you. Uh, good evening, dear listener. Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle live. Uh, weeknights from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio. Listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. We've talked about tarot cards. We've talked about astrology. We've talked about getting wine, uh, corks out of wine oh, bottles. I've had another tip for oh, that. go on. Here we go. This is it. We're Here we in. go. Get We're ready, in. everyone. Stay there, Carol. Coming to you in a second. Get one of those bo- ball pumps, you know, football pumps, oh, yeah. says Lucy Lou. Decork in a bottle of wine. Lucy Take a Lou, bike yeah, pump. The famous um, angel, Charlie's Angels. The very same, yeah. Wow. Wow. Take, oh, it's not a um, uh, football one, it's a bike pump okay. that has a needle attached. Yes. So, yeah, a football one. Yes, bike pumps don't have needles attached. No, what are you talking about, Lucy They have Lou? Um, those uh, strange little three, four-inch snakes that are covered in carpet. Yes. That's what they have, haven't they? They do. With like They're a, strange, those things. With a nut on the end. Yeah, yeah. Peculiar. Anyway, get one of them, yep. stick it through the cork, penetrating all the way through mind until the needle reaches the air between the cork and the wine. Ouch, then sounds you like pump. A, a test I had at the doctor's once. <laughs> As you pump, the cork will slowly remove. I think that would blow the glass up. I don't believe that one. I do not believe that one for a second. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Carol. Good evening, Carol. Hello, Ian. Ha- Hello, Carol. Hi, Carol. We really are getting all of the high vibe calls in tonight, which is great. Oh, I'm not in a good place, but I'm in the head at all today. Oh, yeah. can't, I can't hear. I can't Can actually. Hear, yeah, can't actually hear what you're saying. You're not in a good headspace. What's going Aye. on? But put the phone closer to your mouth and speak up and tell us what's happening. Oh, um, I've got a flashback. I can't get out of my head. Oh blimey! Go on. Do you want to? Mm. I'm struggling with it, but I didn't want to talk about that. Okay. I don't well, let's wanna not. Yep. Pull the show down. Okay. And you know, make everybody miserable. Okay, what um, did you? What do you I want to ju- talk about? I formed up in defence of astrology. Here we go. Go on then. Because 
I really enjoyed learning about it. Yes, learning um, that it's made up, made up fairy stories, yes? Well, it's, it's more complex the more you get into it because it's all done mathematically. Have you ever had your personal natal chart done? No, because I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay money to a charlatan just to write down a load of nonsense on a bit of paper for well, me. Well, I get it for free on the internet. Oh, wow, it must be accurate then. I'll tell you what it is, surprisingly, because I had mine done and I did loads for friends because I found this um, website from Switzerland that, that allows you to put in. You'd need to know yes. your date of birth, I know that I, your yes. place of birth, oh God. and the time you were born. Right. That's really important. And how can the time that you are born... And the day that you're born have any impact on the stars that are surrounding you, and then that dictates how your life is going to pan out. Because you've not, if you could imagine taking a picture the moment that you're born. Yeah, wouldn't be able to hold a camera, it's but all yes. To do with lines of latitude and longitude. I thought it, okay. It's, it gets really complex. And it's a photo, if you could imagine some, the midwife just taking a photograph through the roof of the maternity hospital or wherever. Right. And capturing the positions, the exact positions of the planet. Right. On that. But what has that got? What has that got to do? But what has that got to do with the type of person you are? Surely it's to do with like because, it's it's nurture. Well, there is. Obviously, environmental factors in how you brought up, but yes. each planet has its own um, qualities. So, Venus is the planet of love. Mars oh. is the planet of action. But isn't that from the olden days when we didn't know about science? Um, not as not as mathematically accurate, but it's kind of still. Right. Idea. So because someone, because like, I don't know, this but, is the Greeks or the Romans, I don't know, I think it's the Romans maybe, because called, called, had a god, had a god called Venus, right? And then there's a planet called Venus. That So wherever that is in the sky, that will affect your love life. In a way, in a word. Because I'm yes, calling bullshine on that. I'm calling bullshine on that. Are Yes, it sounds like abs the most absolute nonsense thing I've ever heard in my life. That the, the planet, 50 million miles away, has some impact on... Just you. Just you? It does, uh, honestly. How, co how come everybody who's born at the same time, right, in the same hospital, doesn't lead the same life? Because in it's environmental factors, and but the personality of that person... Because the time is really important, the time you were born, because it's the horoscope starts with Aries and it ends in Pisces. Right, but That's that, that, that the doesn't... the way it goes round. Okay, but that doesn't mean anything. Okay, so there's 12... But, is there, how many star signs are there? 12. 12, right. Why are there 12? Because there are 12 months. Well, that's 
many planets there are. No, it's, well, that's not true. There's loads more. There's loads more planets than that. But that's the planets that are used that were discovered. Well, what about the other planets that we don't that have been discovered since, or, or, or that we haven't discovered? Do they have an impact? The, the fact that Pluto's been downgraded from a planet to um, a few years ago. Yeah, right. Um, because um, they say... Yeah, but Pluto's been... Re Pluto's a planet again now. It's been reclassified as a planet. Oh, good, it's returned. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? But this? Uh, how is how is whether Pluto is made up of gas or is solid? How can that have any effect on whether you're gonna um, get good luck that day? It's not. I, I don't read the daily ones, but it's the, there's three basic characteristics of of someone, and it's their their. Personality. I'm losing the will to live. I'm going to go and join the planet soon. Okay. So, what did your and your emotion? Okay. What did your reading say specifically about you? Well, the, one the, of the things was it said I talk too much. Right. Okay. But that could apply to lots that's of people. Not true. But that Jesus it is. But that could apply <laughs> to lots of people. Well, yeah. But yeah, I've never met anybody else that can't shut up like me. Well, there, well, there's that's okay. Did, no, that's not true, though, Carol. There's, there are loads of people who the, uh, the 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 suggestion that they talk too much could apply to could apply to me. People would say it applies to me. I would j jokingly say it applies to Kath. There are loads of people. But the, it, but it, it's all mathematically done. Okay, um, all right. Okay, the well, measure. Oh, okay. I can't really explain. No, that's that exactly it. We've we've Carol. That we've we've noticed. Yes. Okay. It, oh, ah, it, I have a fader. It, yes. The time you're born yeah. mm -hmm. is really important. Yep. There we go. I've got a fader. I'd forgotten about the fader. So the answer was because maths. Yes. Uh, thank you, Carol, so much for that. Thank you so, so much for explaining, giving us a little glimpse into the, the, a world of bullshine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Evening, Sandra. Hi. Do you mind if I don't want to be back? If you do what? Don't want. She does what? Ben, Ben can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, but it's, it's but I didn't understand what you said. Do you mind said. if I download, download a bit about the circumstances? Download, offload. You mean? Oh, offload. I said offload. Yeah. Download. Yeah, I thought yeah. download. What do you yeah. want to download? Like like, like, like a, a hooky movie or something? Oh, I wish I could. I wish oh. I could go to download, but um. You you offload, is, Sandra. My wife is just here at the moment. Go on. I just found out that my friend's going to need to get start renal dialysis. Who, uh, uh, who is, here's the thing, you've got a beautiful accent, Sandra, a beautiful accent, uh, but honestly, with these headphones that are quite echoey, I'm struggling to understand it. Look, who is getting, who, who's, who is my getting? My friend, my friend Lucas. Okay, Lucas, and what is he getting? Kidney dialysis. How old's the boy? 18. Ay, 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 okay, okay. When, so when has all this been happening, Sandra? Well, can you just see what happened, okay? Yeah, go on. He's, I've known since he was born, we were told when he was born that he had been all dysplasia, yeah, small kidneys, and they would run out. But you always think of the future. Yeah. But when it comes smashing you in the face. Yeah. It's, uh, it's lousy, isn't it? So 
fair. It's not fair at all. It's not fair. I'm sorry to say, but, I mean, they play the best NHS, okay, and I'm, I'll never say anything bad about them. I'm a socialist. But um, I lost them for a year in the system. Oh, and yeah. he's creating in, because we've moved into adult services. Oh, and then right. we were called back at Christmas. And and in Twitter, we eight doctors and told that he would need, need this. You know, so, so that crossover from being a kid into being an adult legally... He kind of fell through the net a bit, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. And did, yeah. has that had an impact on his health? If, would he be in a slightly better position if that hadn't have happened? I think they'd be still going downhill, but we would have had more warning, you know, because, like, I was like, well, we're going to make his time before he starts dialysis as good as possible. Yeah. And his dad was wanting to take him to America next year, but they're saying he can't go... So, um, okay. So, what's happening? What's the what's the plan? What, what, where are you now? Ian, do you know what he wants? He wants to talk to Keanu Reeves. Oh, you flipping heck! I, 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 I've lost Keanu's number. I swear, I swear, I've, I've never had Keanu's number. He wants to talk to Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he does love John Wick, but I was just trying to. to I just want to make make his life as comfortable as possible. Yeah, of course you do. And You're his mum. And he's he's seen the team we've looked after him have been amazing, but they messed up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't want it to happen to anybody else. So should I complain or just put it in writing or what? What do you think? Hmm, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Yes, you I should. Know, com- I, yes, I you should complain. Yes, you should complain. I was going to say I'm not a fan of people suing the NHS. But, mm. and I don't know if it will go that far, but if you've would, been let down, you have every... Well, but if you've been let down uh, at the expense of someone's health, so their health has deteriorated, then then of course you can. I think you can. Def- you should definitely complain. If you're unhappy with the way that your boy has been treated, and think about it though, Sandra, think, are you writing this letter of complaint because you are unhappy with the way he's been treated and it's had a detrimental effect on his health, or... Are you writing this letter because life is shit and it's really unfair and your boy is ill? Now, if it's no, the latter... I, I, it's because I don't want it to happen to anybody else. Then that's the right reason to write a letter. Mm-hmm. Then that is exactly the right reason to write a letter. I actually think it's quite important that you do. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, is that going to be a complaint? I'm not going to sue anybody or anything, well, but... Maybe, maybe you, you know, you might find out later on that actually you, you, you can. I'm not a massive fan of people suing the NHS, but, but if, if they're right to, and if that money would make an impact on the health of the person affected, then yeah, actually, if they screwed up, then they are not above the law. Um, so has he started his treatment yet? No, he's saying no, as I said, he can't go to America next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's disappointing, but. He might be able to go to America in two or three years if he does the treatment, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing, though. He has such a needle phobia. I think he's just going to refuse it. He's going to refuse the treatment? I think so. And then what he, do- As you know, he has autism and pretty complex needs. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, gets, you know uh, I mean? it gets messier and messier, doesn't it, this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if he refuses the treatment, what does that mean? It means he'll die. He'll die within two weeks. And 
is he with his complex needs? Is he able to understand that? I haven't had that conversation with him yet. You know what I mean? He's just too uncomfortable oh. with it. He just wants us to be home and uh, what? up. Um, uh, why? Because I don't, I don't know how complex your son's needs are. Why have the doctors not had that conversation with him if he's 18? Why have they had it with, with you? Uh, I think they've tried. They said to him at his last appointment that they would like him to go and see the renal unit, you know, on dialysis unit in the, the ward. But they've not said but, to him if he doesn't have the treatment, he's going to die. No, they just said it to me. It'd be end of life care, and we would support that. I'm wondering why they would say that to mum and not an adult. Why they would say that? Because, because honestly, he is so complex, Ian. Right, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I happen to seek guardianship. Okay. Because he has to give it a chance, doesn't he? Um, sh- again, I don't, listen, I'm just saying, I don't know how complex his needs are. I don't know what his, his he- where his head is at, but someone has to tell him, don't they? Someone has to tell him that if he doesn't have this treatment, he's going to die. In a way that he can understand. Yeah. And it, it might mm-hmm. be that you're the best person to do that, Sandra. In fact, I, I know it, yeah, I know it probably is. I'm going to have to sit down, but I just... See, in the moment, I'm just so bereft. It's the fun in room. I know. I know. Ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I know you are. No, I'm sorry. Life is hideously unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, you, as the responsible adult, have got to make some lousy uh, decisions. But I would do your best to involve him as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering whether there's... I mean, do you have any dealings with the sort of autism charities, whether they can offer you some guidance? Because you can't be the first person who's gone through something like this. I've just spoken to, like, um, a helpline. Yeah. And they've been really helpful, so... Good. I know, I know. Good. I know. And, and normally I'm such a positive person. I hope you realise that. Yeah, of course we do. And we've spoken to you in the past and you sound like a different person tonight. We really feel for you. Oh, Sandra. You can give us a call any time you want. If, I, you know, if it offers you any um, comfort at all, you're very welcome to share... Uh, with us, and who knows, there might be people listening who've been through a similar thing who might want to phone up and, and, and kind of share how they yeah. got through things. Yeah, and if anybody knows Keanu Reeves' number, could you please give it to me? So you can speak to Keanu Reeves, if you want. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it, it, it can't help to send a tweet to Keanu Reeves if he's on Twitter. I don't know if he's I, don't think, I don't think he's on social media. Oh, what a smug git. What a smug git. Um, no, he's a good man. He gets lots of money to charity and stuff. Yeah. Well, keep looking online. There might be you might find a way. Keep making a noise, and you never know, he might mm-hmm. hear it. Mhm. How is Dennis? Is he okay? Because you know, I read that he had kidney problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about De- Den- which is, uh, Dennis. Dennis Lacorier, Sandra was asking about the thing with Doctor Hook. We mentioned this the other day. Um, I don't, I don't know, Sandra. I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I've heard the new Doctor Hook album, and it's a masterpiece. Who'd have thought we'd say mm-hmm. that about a Doctor Hook album? It's a masterpiece, <laughs> and he's frustrated because he can't release it because he's ill. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. He tells me he's, uh, he's gonna be okay, but he might have to change his lifestyle slightly. But yeah, I'm worried about him, man. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about him. 
I know. I'm just worried about my, my own mental health as well. Yeah. 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 You've got to look after yourself. Sa- <laughs> Sandra, hang in there. Give us a call any time, all right? Okay, well, Ian, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. There you go. 03444991000 is the phone number. Um, This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, (laughs) on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very welcome to. Yes. What day is the week, is it? Tuesday. Only Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh. Only Tuesday. Who'd thunk it? Where was this? Oh, here we go. Whitney's going on tour as a hologram. Now, there's all these talk of hologram. I've yet, I've yet, Roy Orbison was going to do a tour. Prince was going to do a tour. Yet, they never seem to actually happen. It's almost as if they're just making it up for, you know, to excite us, to wet our whistles. Mm. No, none of these holograms have done tours. A Whitney Houston hologram tour is in production seven years after her tragic death. Her longtime manager, Pat Houston, confirmed... Come on, come on, Ellie Henman. Her longtime manager, Pat Houston, confirmed A, the image, was being created to accompany her brother Gary, 61, who was one of her backing singers, on tour. Whitney's former team of backing dancers and singers would also take part in the production... Pat said, the hologram has taken precedence over everything. Gosh. Over absolutely everything. It's been emotional for the past seven years, but now it's about being strategic and getting those bucks and banging those bucks. I really want you to bang those bucks for me, guys. Alongside the hologram tour, Whitney's life story is being transformed into a Broadway musical. Yeah. The soul legend was found dead in 2012, age 48. After she drowned, accidentally drowned in the mouth, she sold 200 million records. I'd go and see one of these um, hologram tours. Yeah, if ever they came to fruition, but like you say, they never do. I want to go and see a hologram. I want to see the Beatles reunited. I think the Beat, I think the remaining two Beatles should get together with the remaining monkeys and be called the Bunkies. <laughs> or the Meatles, or something like that. <laughs> the Meatles. They should do something like that, shouldn't they? Just, it just makes perfect sense. Come on, guys, let's bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. Good evening, Gatford. Good evening, boss. Good evening, uh, bossette. How's it going? Very noisy line there. What the hell are you... Yeah, you're you're buzzing and not in a good way. You're licking the battery or something? Also, when I was on hold, I was robot in. I could hardly hear what you two were saying. That's your problem. Deal with it. Well, no, no, no. It was also the problem on my mobile, so it might be a new studio thing. Well, hang on a minute. You're the only call... Well, no, I'm only saying. I mean, it might be. You're the only call we've had. All right, I'm going to switch you to another line. I'm going to see if that... Shut... So, right, let's see if that works. So he's the only call that's buzzing and the only call that's complaining. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's you. you. It's you, it's not no, us. I'm not complaining, I'm, I'm you really are. saying. You're, no, well, that, you were saying a complaint. That buzz yeah, is outrageous. A, yeah, no, sorry about that. It's not a great phone, I have to admit. Right, oh, there we go! There we go! It's it's not a great phone! I think it's your studio. I think it's your new £25 million studio. Oh, or it might be my, my crappy £25 market phone. Thirty nine ninety nine, if you don't mind. Okay, right. What do you want? Anyway, um, you kn- a while ago when you were talking about wine, you did that thing with your mouth. Where you did a pop. Yes. Can you do it with both sides of the mouth? With. Yeah. Do you notice that they're different? Um, they're different notes. Hang on. No, they're exactly the same. Next. Well, I thought 
Thanks what? for your call. I mean, if that was Bradford. it, if that was it, that was poor. I mean, really. That was very poor. Well, let's just see if this works. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, uh, what's that buzzing noise? <laughs> that was Gatford. What can we do what? for you, Andre? Uh, yeah, I'll bottle of wine because I've got coke in the air. Yes, mate. You managed to get it open, did you? Good. Okay. Smash the neck off. Yes. And then just drink it. Okay. How's <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah, that's that's great, that? Andre. Thank you so much. Thank you so much indeed. Is, I it, mean, is it the quality of the phone line that we can suddenly hear him in... I mean, it sounds like he's degenerated somewhat since uh, last spoke to him. What's going on? Let's play an advert for one of our colleagues, shall we? This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If anyone can give us a coherent um, explanation of how astrology works i'd be keen to i'd be keen to hear it I, I don't think you know carol was a little bit down so maybe that was or, or maybe it was just written in her stars that she would phone us up and talk bollocks tonight i don't know <laughs> i don't know i just don't know guys oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's go to duncan good evening duncan Hi, um ian um just ringed in um we actually came to the manchester show on sunday um and very good it was too i know it it wasn't probably one of your better ones, but for us it was really, really Thank funny. you, Duncan. But the main reason why I'm ringing, I just caught the back end of a um, telephone conversation um, who, I think it was her son, uh, was going through renal issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sandra. Sandra, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was just to say, really, uh, I've been on dialysis for two years now. Um, I dialyse at home uh, every single night, and when I get home from work... Um, and it's just to say that dialysis kind of isn't the end of the world, you know. Um, we get a lot of support from the NHS, um, and you know, they, they've got our backs pretty much. Um, I'm uh, able to live quite independently, um, go to work seven, uh, five days a week. So Only five a days a week, you lazy git. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it does, am I right that it, it means, for example, that you would struggle to go abroad for holiday, for a holiday? Uh, no, but, oh. I mean, I mean it's so tough you should say that. And we haven't been away for the last three years, um, and we're going away in this summer. Uh, however, and again, the NHS will fly a machine similar to mine, a renal machine, dialysis machine, over to Spain and supply all the dialysis fluids, all kind of free of charge. Really? Now, is that because we are part of the European Union? We don't want to get all political and Brexity, but is that because yeah. we're part of the European Union? Um, well, they'll do it worldwide. Pretty oh, okay, much. okay, so all right. Not necessarily Europe, so that's amazing. Kind of worldwide um so there, there, there is kind of sort of mechanisms there to, to kind of help you um so it's not the end of the world it just the world no, changes no, it, a little it, bit 
exactly. Can I ask a question? Because we, we talk about dialysis machines and uh, and all of these things. I've got, I've got no idea what you actually do with them, right? Uh, so, am I right? First of all, am I right in thinking that a dialysis machine kind of cleans out your kidneys? No, there's, there's two different parts. That's hemodialysis. Right. Where it takes your blood out of your body, cleans it up and puts it back yeah. in. I have um, what they call PD, peritonitis. So I have a, a tube which sort of exits my stomach, um, which collects, connects to a machine and puts fluid inside a cavity inside my stomach. Right and drains it, and as it drains it, it removes all the toxins. So it's Isn't that amazing? Kind of and how long do you have to, so you do it every night, how long do you have to be plugged in? Nine and a half hours. Oh, flipping it! See, what, it does it while you're asleep? Well, yeah, but I, mean, I have to say, you, you get a lot of broken sleep, um, there's various alarms on it, and you get a little bit of pain or whatever now and again, but... Um, no, I've kind of got used to it now, to be honest. And like I said, uh, first thing in the morning, I feel really refreshed and, and kind of obviously can go out to work. As the day goes on, you get more and more tired. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm at the best first thing in the morning, really. And can, so I ask you, can I ask you... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to ask you a question that might sound cl- clumsy and ham-fisted, and I hope it in no way no, offends no, you, right? Yeah. Bye. Is your life going to be shorter? Because of this, no, no. There you go. Um, the reason being is um, I have um, a kidney disease called IDA, which unfortunately attacks both kidneys. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when I eventually get a transplant, it will more than likely attack the new one. But I'll probably get a good ten years out of it. Wow. Uh, at the same time as um, my kidney getting into like sort of twenty percent kidney function. Um I I got a cancer tumour um on my right kidney. Totally unrelated. Flipping it, man. And so they had to remove my right kidney. So then I kind of jumped from twenty percent kidney function to seven percent. So as soon as I took that kidney away, um I was straight on dialysis. Um, but for me, I've got to wait probably um, between two and five years, um, and um, I'll be allowed on the list then. Whoa, 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 uh, hang on, whoa! You've got to wait two or five between two and five years before you're allowed on the list? Yeah. So yeah, you're on because, the pre-list list? Yeah. This is that nuts! Was because I, that was because I had cancer. Uh, okay. When you get a kidney, when you get a transplant... You have to take loads and loads of um, anti-rejection drugs. Right, okay. And if cancer tried coming back at the same time as me being on anti-rejection drugs... He's got a better chance of of sticking. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. It's for the the right reasons. Okay, but then, so when you're on the list, so assuming you go on the list in three years, then what is, and this is how long is a piece of string, but then what is the kind of average time that you're waiting to get a kidney? How long is the piece of yeah, Because right. um, it's not how long you've been on the list. You have about five or six markers, and if your numbers add up, your blood group, your tissue group, and various other factors, if they add up to the kidney that's available, um, then you, you know. So you could be on a matter of weeks. You could be on four or five years. So um, yeah, hey, hey, hey. just uh, look at the draw. Really? Yeah. 
But you, 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 this guy leads a full life. He came and saw, uh, two, two, two has-beens doing a show in a tiny <laughs> theatre in front of 35 people at weekend. This guy's living! He's living La Vida Loca. He's living! Do you, um, are you, are talking about transplants, is it possible that someone in your family could be a donor, or is that... What, I'm, what we're saying is, we can hear a woman laughing in the background, get one of your kidneys out, love, get one of your kidneys out and slip it in him. <laughs> That's Anne with a knee. <laughs> oh, Anne. Oh, trouble, trouble, <laughs> trouble. Yeah, we played the man. Game. Yeah, you did, you did. Yeah, yeah, I remember you guys. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, is it is it you, you, to someone in your family could give you one, so to speak? Um, there is an, a potential, um, but it, it, it's quite obvious, isn't it, really? Because I feel a little bit uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Um, what having a, a part of your family member inside you? Well, no, I'd imagine it's it's. <laughs> d it's d d d I would have thought. Is it you're feeling guilty that maybe that some people in your family think there's a sense of expectation that they have to give it up? Yeah, part that and part if anything was to go wrong. Yeah. Um, it, it's not a close family member; it's a cousin. Right. Um, right. So I, I, you know, that's not real, that, and I feel really, really lucky that that somebody should sort of you know offer to do that so i was really taken back initially but mm. i'm not so sure what i'll do really to be honest mm. you've uh, got a bit of time to think about it can't get them on ebay yeah, course, anymore ebay, not... ebay have clamped down on this you're not stuff. allowed to sell body parts are you not yet? allowed to sell body parts <laughs> anymore which is outrageous no, no. and that's not oh duncan where have you gone have you pressed mute duncan you've pressed mute Duncan! Oh, sorry about that. You have pressed mute, haven't you? Don't do, <laughs> don't do that in our first night in the new studio. I'm looking around thinking I've hit something. I've hit a button. It's you being a Muppet. No. He's doing it again. Duncan? I think this guy should be taken off any kidney donation list because I don't think he deserves one with this kind of behaviour. Duncan, I'm back. I'm back. Hello? Yeah, I'm tempted to be quiet now. Yes! <laughs> Yes, go on. Back. Go on. I can't yeah, so that's, not, that's not me being me ungrateful, it's just... No. I, I don't know, he's got a young family and everything. Yeah, it's awkward. It must be a confusing, conflicting time. But listen, let's, let's focus again on the positive. What you're saying to Sandra is, um, it, yeah, life changes, but it's not the end of the world by any stretch of the Absolutely imagination. Not. Wicked. No, no. You can go out and you can go and see Ian Lee and flipping cast. He said flipping. I know, it didn't it sound didn't, like it. It didn't sound like flipping, but he definitely <laughs> said flipping. It sounded it sounded like something else. Duncan, thanks for, for um, uh, thanks for, oh, sorry, I just clicked a button that almost took us off air. Thank you for your call, mate, and uh, thanks for coming on Sunday, and um, thanks to Anne for playing the name game, and, and thanks for that. I appreciate that. Having, Cheers, Duncan. Having, Duncan, having thought about it as well, I know Sandra is concerned that her son wouldn't take, take well to sort of needles and, and stuff like that. I, I'm pretty sure there's probably a, 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 an answer to that. NHS wise, yeah. where they can attach something that's there all the time. Like Duncan was there saying that he's that that tube's always there. Yeah. There'll be uh, a way round it. Dave out. Sloop, stay there. We'll be with you in a second. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative every weeknight from ten with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle only on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. 
344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call and kind of get into midnight and with things, you know, get a little bit a little bit freaky, you know, things relax a little bit and who knows what's going to happen after midnight. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Oh, no, hang on a minute. Let's go to Dave now. Good evening, Dave. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kat. Hey, Dave. Dave. Hey, it's Dave. What you got for us, Dave? Um, uh, Dead People Touring. Dead People Touring, the DPT. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, did you know that Frank Zappa played the Palladium last week? What? Oh, did I? uh, Do you know what? I think I did know about that. Well, I'm I'm a big fan, but I read a review, and, um, yeah, they've got a hologram Zappa going out with... I think his eighty-eight band, his mid-eighties band, before well, when he when he uh, just um, before he quit touring. Oh God, when when he was really bad. Okay, right, fine. You know, when he was almost unlistenable. Um, yeah. But how, so right so now so it wasn't because we I know that they've done Elvis with on a on a big screen with like yeah. like the band playing behind him. And do you know what? I wish I'd gone and seen that. I wish I'd gone and seen that. I should have gone and seen that. But uh, never yeah. mind. Um, but this was actual. Zapper strutting about on the stage. You just did sort well. Of, yeah, okay. I, I looked up some. Uh, there's a couple of clips on YouTube from I think Wilkes Bar in the states. Yeah. And um, there's a sort of large screen in the middle of the stage, sort of ah. back where the drums would usually be. Ah. And um, he sort of appears there. Um, on a screen behind the drums. Well, sort of not where the drums would be. They moved the drums sort of to the more to the side of the room. Okay. Which I don't know if, if you're in a band whether that that be a pain because usually where the drums are and you sort of it sorts out the sound. But um, so they put sort of a big screen where the drums usually would be, and that's where he appears as long as okay. well as a lot of other sort. Hang of on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some of this from this is from. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, that's not a hologram. That's... That's a screen. That's a yeah. film. Yeah, that's just watching a film. Now, okay, is is it actual footage of him, or is it computer-generated footage this, of him? This is what I was trying to work out. I know they're sort of live vocal takes, so they're like, you know, they're not from studio takes, they're from live concerts, so they're from soundboards, and it's his guitar, um, but it... <sighs> I think it must be from video because yeah. it's, it's, it's a bit too good. To... I think it's computer generated. Yeah, it says here it's... captured on previously unreleased film from 1974. Oh, well, in that case, um, let me look at the video for Camarillo Brello. Hang on, um, it it uh, yeah, it's, about... it's just a film. It's just yeah. a film. That's point. That's not hot. That's not. That's not a hologram. It's not this a hologram. Is this is my point. It's never been a hologram. They've never managed to... I think, was it about four or five years ago, they did one of um, Tupac at uh, Coachella, um, which looked quite impressive as a one-off, but they don't seem to have... You know, have you always heard that they were going to do Queen, were going to do with Freddie Mercury uh, as a hologram and... I've just, you know, I've, just, I've just seen... This is... Right, OK, because we all know... And by the way, everybody on the um, Facebook page who says we talk about obscure musicians too much, stick this in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, we all know <laughs> that the Zappa family is divided. Mm-hmm. There is um, Dweezil on one side, who's been touring and touring and touring. And mm-hmm. then the other side, there's Armit and yeah. is it, it's Gail, isn't it? His wife. His so it's wife, the, the yeah. other son and, and his wife. And the Frank Zappa hologram is from the Armit stroke Gail camp 
which mm. I believe is the least popular of the two camps amongst the fans. That's what I understand, yeah. And the Dweezil camp are like, yeah, this this sucks, man. This this sucks. Oh, really? This absolutely sucks. It's just, it's just an Amit tour and he can kiss my ass. Who's, whose side is Moon Unit on? Oh, we don't <laughs> speak about that. I don't know where I don't know where Moon Unit is these days. No. Um, it's the Zappa Family Trust, right? So that's that's Armit and all of that. It looks it looks yeah because they tried to stop Dweezil playing his yeah. dad's music, yeah. you know, and it all got quite heavy. But no, I don't think they're ever gonna rubbish. you know. But I wonder who who makes that decision. I mean, there's I guess it started in the eighties. They had like beer adverts that had sort of old. Um, actors and stuff, that sort of stuff cut in with, you know... Griffith Jones, isn't it? Griffith Jones. He invented and it. Got, and they've got that, um... Well, I guess that was the same as uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, the, um... With Steve Martin, Martin film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by um, the way, have you have you read Wild and Crazy Guys yet? Yeah, yeah. It's a great... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, oh, sorry, I thought you meant... Um, no, I haven't read that yet. Oh, no, no. There's, there's a quick oh, turnaround there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Steve, Steve Martin's book, um, was it Born Standing Born Up? Born Standing Up is great. But no, there's yeah. a book. we got the guy coming on on Monday who wrote it. I, I think it's out now. I've got a press copy of it. I think it's out. Wild and Crazy Guys. And it's about um, all of that lot from SNL that went on to make huge movies in the 80s. Mm. It's, and it's, mm, it's all yeah. about... It's, it's mainly about egos and cocaine and Rick Moranis. And it's a, it's a great read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I say that, that Steve Martin books are fantastic. Born books, Standing but... Up is incredible, and I don't really, um, I don't really like Steve Martin. I don't think, I don't like his films that much. I like the idea of Steve Martin, and that, um, comedy special on Netflix with Steve Martin and, uh, Martin Short. Martin Short, yeah, um, It's beautiful. What a life-affirming hour and a half that is. But, um, but yeah, well, Born Standing Up who, is a great movie. who makes that decision, you know, because, uh, Audrey Hepburn's in a sort of a chocolate advert as well. You just wonder, do they, does someone in the family says yes, you can use their images? You would think um, so. It, it depends who owns who owns the rights. Who's running the estate, sure. Yeah, who, so who that, owns so the rights? So Yoko Ono, if they want to do a Beatles one, and through Olivia Harrison, and so, yeah. <laughs> so they own the image, I Wasn't guess. there talk of a John Lennon There was, hologram. yeah. Yeah, there was. Did it happen in the end? No, because I don't think they can do it, um, you know, I don't think they can pull it off for more than... Maybe, you know, five minutes or whatever it costs too much. Or, yeah, before he has to go um, off and take some heroin. Even the hologram <laughs> wants to get high. But I, I, I just don't think it, you know, I just think it works. And it's a bit creepy, but... I don't give a stuff about the creepiness of it. I, 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 I don't I, get people said go and see tribute bands and everything. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Is there any difference, really? Well, here's, here's the thing. Uh, reduced circumstances. Real rock stars that play in their own tribute bands. I can think of one, Dave. Can you think of any? Uh, well, there's um, Rick Buckler from the Jam oh. played uh, from the Jam. Uh, well, that's sort of from the Jam they were. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris, oh, not Chris, um, drummer from the Blondie. Um, Clem Burke, yeah, Clem Burke yeah, plays, in a, plays in a Blondie tribute band. Yes. Yeah. Yes, imagine. Imagine. Is he the one that went to the Hall of Fame thing and wanted yeah. to play with her and, and they, she wouldn't? She wouldn't let him. Um, and, and listen, I don't, look, if a pop, if a singer's, you know, th th he's in the same town as a, as a tribute band and gets up with a, for a couple of songs, beautiful, that's great, it's a thrill for everybody involved. But actual, if anyone knows of any more, actual rock stars that perform in their own tribute bands, 0344 499 1000. Dave, thank you very much for the call, an excellent call as always. Let's go to Sloop John B. Good evening, Sloop. Hello again, oh. Ian and Kath. Wow, wow, gosh, that was the most tuneless thing I've ever yeah. heard in my life. 
Yeah, probably probably was, man. But uh, I just wanted to spread some love and just say you guys sound fantastic tonight. And wow. Since you're in a new studio, I really wanted to make a call. Okay, right? okay, all right. But I need a second opinion on something. You've right? come to the right now, place. Ian, yes. you've been playing a lot of retro games, and um, yeah. I got an inten- a stupid Nintendo bought, I just bought a new. I just bought a new machine tonight for 90 quid on What'd eBay. I bought the original Xbox modded oh, get copy of doom mod modded so it's got a 500 gigabyte hard drive and it's packed full of games and emulators for 90 pounds what the hell am i going to do with that Stupid. have a lot of fun hopefully have a lot of fun yes but, go on. um i want a second opinion right yes. now it's a legendary game which i think may be ever so slightly racist Ooh. so i'm gonna say it now street fighter 2 i don't re- i never really played the street fighters in what way is it racist well, you know, I know everyone's a bit woke these days, and I watched a jazz singer recently. You know, when always, everyone always mentions that blackface scene in there. Oh, yeah, Neil, that Neil, Diamond, Neil Diamond blacks up in a scene. That ain't, gets no, his hands. that ain't no brother. That's a white boy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you kind of think, would that pass now through a movie studio? No. You know? No. And I was looking at Street Fighter 2, and some of the characters are really stereotypical, because obviously, you, you know, they're all from different countries. Yeah. But you're looking at it, and sometimes I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this wouldn't fly. You know, for example, when you fight in Russia, there's people drinking bottles of vodka in the crowd and stuff like that. Or mm. in China, they're killing chickens on the street. And yeah. Well, I don't, Do you know what I mean? I think those things are... Those depictions are okay. It's not... I, I think those are okay. Those aren't necessarily... They are generalisations. They aren't necessarily well, racial I mean. yeah. slurs. I mean, if you go to England, are they all drinking cups of tea or...? Yeah, but it's, it's stuff like that. Even the endings to the games as well. So when the Russian guy wins, he does the sort of Russian dance with Gorbachev and stuff. And, I mean, I've had so much joy playing the game again. But you know when you're watching it with an older mind, you kind of go, yeah, no. I don't really know. If Do you know what? I think, that, I think those examples you've given me... I think yeah. those are all right. When you say the Russian dance, you mean the one where they sit down low and then yeah, just kick yeah, their legs kick out? The legs it's a great out. dance. That's but a great Indian, dance. But, but the Indian guy dolls him, he does yoga and he breathes fire and stuff, and I was watching that. They do. Look. They all do. I've been to India, and they <laughs> all, they're all doing yoga in the street and um, uh, breathing fire. So that's, that's actually well, well, factual. But, but then the, when you fight the last guy who's a dictator, he, you go to Thailand and you fight his, his second in command and then him and stuff. And I was just, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it. Do you know what I mean? I but think I you might thought, be. Hmm. I think, yeah, listen, I'm, I, I like to think I'm, 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 I'm waking up slowly and I'm, I'm just hit, a bit woke. I've just hit the snooze button for another 10 minutes. But I think you may be overthinking this. I think you may be overthinking this one. But... So. I think maybe it's just about enjoying Mario Kart and having a bit of well, fun. Well, there, hang on a minute. It's a me. It's quite... quite uh, Mario? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You talk about racial stereotypes. It's a Mario! <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, it's a slightly racial stereotype. But you know what? It's good that you're questioning these things. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's, it's all about questioning. You know? That's it. Listen, I just want to say as well, Ian, man, it was wicked talking to you on Twitch earlier. I've never used Twitch, but it was really Oh, good. it's all right. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Do, do, do people want to follow me? Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, um, now I've worked out you can stream Twitch from the phone using the Twitch app. I might do a little Twitch when I get home, about half two tonight. I might do a little Twitch from bed. I look forward to it. And by the way, when I get my Ian Lee, Ian Lee tribute act going, I'm oh, going to take a picture <laughs> of me outside tap for towers, you okay? scumbag. You're an absolute scumbag, Sloop. Thank you. Kath, Kath wants to have a little cough. Go oh, on. Terrible. Go on. <coughs> that little frog. Get out, my throat. Of, get out of my goddamn studio if you're going to be cough like that. What was that you just typed on my screen, Sam? We're talking about rock stars being in their own tribute acts. You've got an example. Yeah, I know that one of the Moody Blues is in their own tribute act. 
Um, I can't, couldn't tell you which, but I know no. that that is a fact. Because it's classified information. Okay. He, d he doesn't want people to know either. He just um, turns up and hopes nobody recognises so him. So moody. Uh, and blue. Um, it rocks up. Well, there we go. We've actually got a proper phone in, almost as if we'd, we'd planned this. Rock stars that are in their own tribute acts, 0344 499 1000. Can anybody please, for the love of all that is holy, phone up and um, uh, explain to me how astrology works? Explain how it works. Because that I don't even get, I don't even get that uh, uh, concept of. It. I just don't understand how it works. So the, the the moon is in one position and and Venus is in another, and that means you're it's, you're gonna you're a lucky person that talks too much. The closest we got earlier on was from Carol, who just said because maths and it's oh, really complicated. It was, uh, c c Carol's star sign must say car crash on the phone because that really was. I mean that was all over the shop. That made no sense whatsoever. We have another hour of this, dear listener, uh, and the switchboard is empty again. So now will be a really good time to phone up Sam and ask him to call you back. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every man has his techniques, and they're all different. They said you're not normal. Don't you sing R and B? Because I prefer rock and roll I say yeah I can wind down low Dance like the girls in the video But for me that's much too slow Because I prefer rock and roll I say yeah I can wind down low Dance like the girls in the video But for me that's much too slow Because I prefer rock and roll I say yeah I can
344 is the telephone number. Now, where have I... Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Oh, oh. Now, where have I been? Um, okay. Where have, where have, where have I been? I've been somewhere, look, because someone's tweeting. So, someone called Aaron, um, has tweeted saying, four minutes ago, tweeting someone else saying, Ian Lee came in yesterday... I'm a huge fan of his, and I listen to his show every night. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you. And he's tweeted a guy called AJ. And AJ replied, him and his boys came in for a Nerf tournament a while back. Real nice bloke and surprisingly tall. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I remember the, the Nerf tournament. It wasn't really a Nerf tournament, but it was, it was, a, it was um, we went to Hamley's. And they were firing Nerf guns. And AJ was the young man who was in charge of firing the Nerf guns. And uh-huh. he was very patient with my kids and very polite. And it was a great thing. But is, does, is Aaron saying that I was in Hamley's yesterday? I don't think I was. What did I do yesterday? What was we Monday? Manchester yesterday. Oh, no, Monday. Monday. What did, I, did, did I go to Hamley's? I don't think I could have. Didn't go to Hamley's. No, I don't think I did. Did I go anywhere yesterday? Monday. Monday. Did you go to a shop? Monday. No, I don't think I went anywhere. Sorry, mate. Uh, you're thinking of um, you. You've been duped. There's an Ian Lee imposter going around doing the rounds. There's an Ian Lee imposter doing the rounds. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. It's the late night alternative. Um, if you if you switched off because the show was getting too heavy and was getting too deep, but the, screw that, screw that. We're back. The giggle factory is back. It's open for business, and to prove it, let's just dive it straight in with a funny call. It's John. Hey, John. Hello, Ian. Hello, um, John. Entertain the nation. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Oh. Um, I got a uh, rock star who's in his own tribute band for you. Yes, sir, this is it. Go on. Uh, John Coglin. Who's John Coglin? He was the drummer of Status Quo. No, no! And w- w- what's the name of the Status Quo tribute band that he drums in? It's actually called Coglin's uh, Quo. <laughs> Oh. Or JCQ. Well, here's the thing. I am reminded that every member of the Kinks who was booted out of the Kinks from different eras, they have a band called the Cast Off Kinks, um, uh-huh. and, and they play Kink songs. I don't know if this, I don't know if that is that. I suppose it is a tribute band of sorts. Well, he, yeah, um, he plays. He only they only play uh, Quo songs from his era. Yeah. Oh, well, oh okay. So. Oh, What's that film? Is it is Step Brothers, isn't it, where there's a Billy Joel tribute, but he only plays, like, 79 to 84, and someone goes, but play, um, uh, we didn't start the fire. I only play songs up to <laughs> 1984! I'm misquoting it slightly. Uh, have, yeah. you, have you seen them, John? I have, actually, yes. Um, and I bet it's a bloody good night, isn't it? It was really good, yeah. Loved it. Oh. And he's a very, very nice man as well. There, well, then there you go. I get the yeah, impression made that my, made my day just to shake his hand because oh. the quote meant a lot to me when I was younger, and it they were instrumental into the music I listen to these days. So. Well, there you go. And here's the thing, right? I, I, I've I've seen the quote live. I, 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 
honestly, I could have done with, with an hour less of a two and a half hour set, but I did enjoy them. And we've had Francis Rossi on this show. Absolutely yeah. delightful, delightful, charming very gentleman. Funny. Very yeah. funny. Very, very nice and, and uh, surprisingly funny and down to earth. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and uh, 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 you know, listen, you, you got to shake hands with the drummer and it made your day. I know that feeling, man. I've yeah. met people that, that others might go, what? What? But that, that's what it's all about. That's what being alive is about. And I bet it made exactly. his day shaking your hand as well. I hope it did, yeah. I bet it did, John. <laughs> hey, listen, man, yeah. thank you very much. Where are you? It's very noisy for ten minutes past midnight. I'm at work. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you in a noise factory? What is this? Uh, well, it, it kind of, yeah. I'm in a plastic factory. Okay, there you go. Well, thank you very much. Plastic factory, we're going to have to close you down, I'm afraid, because you're killing the dolphins. You and McDonald's, although they're not McDonald's now because they've changed the straw structure. But you, John, you and you alone are, um, uh, are killing the dolphins. And that's, um, that's, I will not stand for that. Good evening, Alex. Good evening, Ian. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thank you, Alex. I'm feeling um, overweight, and I'm going to do something. Well, I'm doing something about it. I joined a swimming pool today. And do you know what? At some point in the next three or four months, I might even go for a swim. I've been threatening to do that for, like, the last three years, and I live right by one. I never get round to it because I'm always busy. Like, I walk to work, and I walk around when I'm working, so that's yeah. my justification for not swimming. Yeah. I technically do a bit of exercise, but I really wish I actually did that same thing that you're doing. I'm like, no, I'm going to go swimming. Well, well, no, 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 no. Let's, let's just, just to, just to clarify, I've, I've joined a sw my local swimming club. I paid oh, up for I a see. year's membership. I, I, now, whether that membership is actually used or not, I don't know. But Alex, I've got to do something, man. I, I've got, um, I've got tits and I've got a fat belly and I, I just don't, uh, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's, the, here's where the trouble lies. I, I love food. I love, mm, same here. I love chocolate. I love, I love Ginsters. Oh. I love crisps. Oh, oh, yeah, that's my vice at the minute. I'm just going through so many crisps. I keep, like, oh. checking my weight and then regretting it, and then it doesn't stop me from snacking at all. Well, no, and that's the thing, right? Because you know you want to lose some weight. I know I want to lose some weight, and I know how to lose some weight. But here's how I lose some weight. I walk more and I eat less, right? But I just can't stop shoving food in my face. He's gone. Where did he go? Did I offend him? To the him? fridge. Do you want to give him a call back, see if we can get him back? Because I was enjoying that. We never got to his point. To the fridge, yeah. He's like, I've got, you reminded I've, him. I've got to get to the petty station and get myself against us. That's exactly what I've got to do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Aren't we, as, as human beings, no, maybe his, his battery probably died, um, or he hates us. Aren't we, as human beings, we are confusing and conflicted creatures, right? Where where we know what we want to do, we know how to achieve it. And we really want to do it, we really want to achieve it, um, and it, to, to get there is actually quite simple. It's quite simple. For example, losing weight, right? It's quite simple. You eat a little bit less, you eat a little bit healthier, and you do a little bit more exercise. And that, pretty much, will sort it out. But there is something... In our brain, certainly in my brain, and in the brain of a lot of people, that won't allow you to follow that simple little thing. Your brain lies to you. Your brain tells you that having a little nosh up is going to be okay, or you deserve it because you had two days where you did eat well. So you deserve to have uh, against us and two bags of, of uh, chocolate like I did the other day. That you deserve to have it. Because um, our brains aren't, 
are nuts. We've got Alex back. Evening, Alex. Yeah, sorry about that. I got so hungry, I decided to go off and get some crisps. <laughs> yeah, good, good lad. Well done. But they're the, I mean, what, what crisps are you digging at the moment? Um, oh, kettle chips are my vice, i got to admit. Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going for the, for the basic. I'm really into prawn cocktail walkers because my, that, that's what my boys like at the moment. So whenever they come round, I always make sure I've got a load of prawn cocktail crisps in. And But then I, then I, I know I've got prawn cocktail crisps in the drawer. See, I don't buy crisps out of choice, but there's always crisps in the cupboard because the kids like them. So it's either mm. pom bears or monster munch. Are they still on the pom bears? Wow. Pom bears are nothing. It's like, it's just like air. Exactly. So you have one pack and you go, yeah. oh, that was nothing. I can have another one. Monster munch. Knickknacks. And also, nicking kids' food. Oh, why, yeah. why is it so much more delicious? It's great food. Anyway, John, uh, uh, John, Alex, go on. What did you call in for? So, I've got another uh, rock star that's in their own tribute band. It's another drummer. I think it's just a theme with drummers want, wanting a bit of time in the, in the limelight, maybe. I am finding this whole phone-in really depressing. Really depressing. <laughs> no, no, because it's just... It's just you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be my own tribute probably in about five years' time. You know, it, it, it just... And you're right, it's... it's Unless it's someone like Mick Fleetwood, who, let's be honest, is the luckiest drummer in the world, or a singing drummer like, I don't know, Dolenz or Collins or something, the, when the band splits up, you know, the guitarist goes and gets a solo deal, the singer yeah. pops up on, on Mike Reed's pop quiz, but the drummer, what's the drummer going to do? So, of mm. course, they've got to, you know, get their, their 200 quid a night and, and, and the fame. So, go on, who is it? Who is it, Alex? It's Pink Floyd's drummer, Nick Mason. He technically started his own tribute band last year. It's also full of secrets. That's the one. Yeah, I spoke... Do you know what? I suppose you're right. Is there no other Pink Floyd involvement in that group, then? It is just him, well, isn't it? Well, I think Roger Waters has popped up at a gig. Um, their, their bass player God. is the man who took over from Roger Waters. Um, okay. Guy Pratt. So okay. he's... And I think Gary Kemp's one of the guitar players in the band, which is a bit random, but... From the Spandaus? Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, then this is almost, this is almost like, um, a super group. Who was a I, super tribute band. Super tri Who was I talking to the other day who knew one of the guitarists? Well, someone I know knows one of the guitarists. But, of course, they should have, they should end, the encore should be them, um, uh, playing, uh, True by Spandau Ballet. The last shot that song. That would be a twist. That would be a twist. The last song is a Spandau Ballet song. Just two hours of very weird, early, niche, <laughs> weird Pink Floyd music, and then just some Spandau Ballet to top the night off. I think we're on to a winner So that everyone goes out on a high with a song they can hum. <laughs> yeah, they can sing it on the way home. Is it any good? Have you seen it? Have you been to see him? Yeah, I saw one of the early shows at Putney last year before they went on tour. I, I had a good time. It's stuff that Pink Floyd and the members of the band never really played, yeah, so yeah. it was cool to I'm get a, to experience I'm that. a gamma. And here's the thing, right? I, I have always had um, a soft spot for tribute bands. I never forget once uh, w w w when Queen were, you know, I guess about 94 when Queen, you know, weren't hip seeing Queen be a tribute act and I, let's, ju let's just say, Alex I was um, I was, uh, I was, I was uh, let's just say I was chemically excited shall we say, <laughs> for one of the first times and it was, it was a religious experience My ex-boyfriend's brother, I think was in Queen Bee, it was either Queen Bee or the Royal Family 
Maybe both at one. Uh, well, hang on a minute. We need to narrow. We need to narrow this down. I may have been high on a pill yeah. watching your your boyfriend's your ex boyfriend's brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, imagine that, Alex. It all links. Then he was in Doctor and the Medics. Going on up to the spirit <laughs> in the sky. A good guitarist. That's um, a hell of a career trajectory. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. It really is. A lot of wigs involved. Hey, nice one, Alex. Thank you very much for that. Did we do that break at quarter past? We didn't. Jeffrey, stay there. You're going to be next. This is the Late Night Alternative. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 20 past nine coming up to it. Um, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Um, should we go to Jeffrey? Do you think we should go to Jeffrey, Catherine? 20 past nine. 20 past midnight. What did I say? 20 past nine. It's 20 past nine somewhere. Sure is. Yep, okay, let's go to Jeffrey. Good evening, Jeffrey. Can I take it to the. It makes me want to lock the doors and make sure no nut jobs can get in. <laughs> Mint chocolate. The only here's the thing, man. I do have a soft spot. This guy. What, what was that? I don't know. It was. A, it was someone high on drugs. <laughs> I, that's correct. But <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But, I just got that however, vibe. However, do you not remember that was an advert from like I don't know the eighties or no? Like do it again. I don't. Re- do it again. I don't remember it. Oh, it was one of the sexy Capri's adverts, you know, they did a few. So many. Do you not remember that? Is it just me? Hey, maybe I dreamt the whole thing. Maybe, maybe you did in a cloud of smoke. Oh, um, no. You talk about, you talk about horny chocolate adverts. I mean, the, the Cadbury's bunny is, there's no, voiced by Miriam Margulies. There's Ooh. no, there's uh, no. I'll f- tell you what, if I was going to go with a rabbit, it wouldn't be that one. Would it? Well, in that case, I'm going to go with <laughs> Jessica Rabbit and we can double date. <laughs> How's about that? You and Roger and Jessica, yes, yes. All good. There we go. Um, Is that what you called in for, to sing an obscure... Uh, Hey, look, you should tell Sam that whatever was wrong with the phones, he fixed it. Sam, you fixed the phones? Wow! What you done, boy? This is great news. These are exciting days. You just phoned in for... So, Jeffrey, what's going on with you? Why are you so um, laid back at 21... And why is it echoing on your phone? I don't know. I'm definitely not a speaker. I, uh, I I took very early retirement, my friend, and uh, it's working out okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, how how early was your retirement? Uh, um, I think the last time I gave up working was like thirty-five. I do keep trying to give me my due. I do keep going back and yeah. having do with it. But um, okay. my God, it was just like a massacre of time. It's horribly wrong. So but, hang on, uh, you retired at the uh, your uh, when you were thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. And, and how old are you now? Uh, Forty. One year younger than you. I can't actually remember what that is right now, but I know that fact. Good grief! You can't yeah. remember how old you are. I. You know, I mean, what does it really mean? I, I, I guess. Okay, well, so I'm I'm going to be... Oh, man, I'm 46 in, like, a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. You know. Well, I must be 45. 
happen. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> but how can we be sure? So how are you funding? How are you funding this extravagant lifestyle? Um, through the money that I made when it did work and through money that's been left to me and... Oh. Yes, Bits and okay. bobs. I love, I love the fact that you're being very, very cagey about what is probably a highly illegal lifestyle. But or, I love it. Or he wrote a no, number one you know hit. What? I'm not a criminal at all. I, I don't... Uh, no, I really don't. Hang on, you've done nothing illegal? Well, I ain't saying that. <laughs> 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 I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a criminal, like, professionally. He's not been caught. You know I mean? okay. uh, I'm sure at some point or other you must have, I don't know, crossed the zebra crossing when you were supposed to. Or I've done loads of things illegal. I've, okay. I think I've confessed most of them on the air. You have, yes. We've all enjoyed it. <laughs> Dirty boy. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Well, that was, I like that. We've not spoken to Jeffrey before, have we? I don't know, and he doesn't either. He doesn't either. Catherine, what have you got for... Oh, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Switchboard is empty. Lot of calls tonight. Yeah. Good. Lot of calls. Well, Good. You say that. Thousands of British men are smearing a hair loss drug on their face because they want bigger beards. Uh, um, yeah. Semen. What? Are they semen? Are no, they, they're they, not. No. No, what is it? Is it semen? What? Is it semen? Stop making me say a semen. hair loss drug? How's that a hair loss drug? Is it not? What's someone been telling you? Well, I've got a hairy palm. Flipping out, man. They're applying an over-the-counter balding medication called minoxidil to their cheeks, chins and moustaches twice a day and sharing their results online. Well, but hang on. Everybody knows there's no such thing as a functioning, bald, reversing drug. Regain. Apparently it's called in the UK. That's a spray can, isn't it? No, that's Maine. Okay, Maine. That's Maine. Maine is the one that sort of fills in the blanks for Wait, you. Maine is the one that our mate uses. Oh, Do you okay. remember when we saw that guy when we were out in the precinct in uh, Luton and he looked like he'd um, someone had um, held him by the feet and dipped him in a can of black paint? No, he looked like he someone, someone had gone on with a marker pen. It was, it yeah. was, his head was flat. His head was flat and it looked like someone had, had hit him uh, with, um, with uh, a marker pen. Hang yeah. on, just indulge me one second. Hang on. It's, I, think we've, I think we may have... Uh, Mint chocolate. Okay, we found it. We found it. Thank I you, bet James. that's what uh, that's what um, Alex made. Yeah, Jeffrey we, rather wasn't Jeffrey, it? Jeffrey, yes. Jeffrey. No, so these guys are buying this over-the-counter balding medication to get nice bushy moustaches and beards. Okay, good for them. Boys from as young well. Boys from as young as 16 to men well in their 50s make up the budding sub subculture of hopefuls desperate to achieve a more mature or masculine aye, aye, look. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, this stuff works by helping the blood flow to hair follicles, the part of the skin which grows a hair, by packing old cells together, right? Yeah. It also widens the hair follicle, call it, causing a thicker strand of hair to grow and extends each follicle's growth stage, which results in longer strands. Um... Support support forums across the internet. Men with dreams of looking like Jason Momoa are using this minoxidil. Jason who? Jason Momoa. But he shaved his he off, shaved didn't he? He shaved Guys, listen, let me, trust me. Trust me, as a former beard owner, beards are done. They're gone. Mine are, is, is your beard coming back? No. 
No, because that moment in history has passed. It's like when you when you look back at pictures of your dad in the 70s, right, and his crappy haircut, right, his wet, his wet look perm, okay? People are going to look back on the uh, 2013 pictures of men with beards, or 2016 pictures of men with beards, go, what was that all about? It's a fashion, it's done, shave it off, let's move on and never talk about it. It's for, something for our kids to laugh at in a few years' time. Yeah. Also, it can't, you're right, this guy, uh, Dr. Fajo from the Fajo Hair Institute, says that this <laughs> will the not... The Fajo Hair Institute, well. <laughs> what, it, what it does is it keeps the hair in the growth stage for longer. It will fatten out hair that's already there, but it, if you're bald, you've had it. Beards, eh? Beards, eh? Here we go. Everyone who's protesting... Um, uh, LGBT stuff being taught at school. You're a scumbag, you're an idiot, you're causing problems for your kids, you're causing problems for my kids, you're causing problems for society. Whether you're Muslim, you're Christian, or you're just thick. Mm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop threatening the teachers, stop threatening the schools, stop, um, uh, stop, just stop stopping your kids having a well-rounded education about life. And stop making gay kids feel weird. Yes. Stop it! An MP went toe-to-toe with a Muslim protester as tensions over LGBT lessons at a primary school boiled over yesterday. Oh, this is Jess Phillips, who is brilliant. Uh, Jess Phillips is brilliant. Now, she helped us a little bit with Nigel, didn't she? No, was it not her? No, that was Helen. It was... No, 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 but didn't Jess... No, no, no. Someone tweeted Jess Phillips. I'm not sure. Yes, yes. I'm sure it was Jess Phillips. Someone tweeted another MP. I'm sure it was Jess Phillips. Um, and she said, no, 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 I can't help with that, but uh, it's Helen who should be helping with this, and I'm sure she will. I'll send her a tweet. That was Jess Phillips. I'm not sure it was, but okay. Who was it then? Who was it? It was another female MP, I was do it remember not her? that. It was from a, a, a kind of bordering constituency, and they were not from the same, um, and she was Labour. It was Labour. But I, I don't it think Jess it was Phillips. Jess. No, I would have remembered that. Who was it then? Who was it? It was, um... I'm looking through my DMs now because the person... Look through your DMs, fine. Anyway, Jess Phillips, is she the one that's getting all the rape She's the jokes. one that's spoken out. I mean, she does speak out. She's gobby in the right way. Good. Well, she's, well she, well, she was um, um, complaining. She's the one that's complaining because someone from UKIP said... Uh, I wouldn't even rape I wouldn't you. even rape her. And then he went on television going, well, no, 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 it was a joke. I was saying I wouldn't rape her. It was a joke. Yeah. Funny joke, guys. Mm. Funny, funny joke. I thought it was Jess Phillips that, that, that helped us. Until you give me, until you give me hardcore evidence, then I'm going to say it was Jess Phillips. I'm going to say that she helped us and that we are friends with one of the good guys. I'll wait. I'll wait to be proved right. Stay there, Pablo. I'll be with you in a second. Might be a bit longer than that. That's, I'll be with you in a couple of minutes. I mean, I've had a, a really good sleep since we last okay. discussed this particular case. So, don't do that. I can hear you. What? I'm smiling. Smiling yeah, to the camera. Going? I'm not going like that. I've got, I've got dry lips. Oh, it was ages ago. Wasn't it? Yeah, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Well then, you don't. Rem- well then, who was it? Then just t- you, you, you remember who it was because you got better name for. I would remember definitely remember if it was Jess. Phillips. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. It wasn't because it was someone down south, and she's Birmingham. No, it wasn't someone down south. It was. It was someone bordering the no. area. It was. It was. It was right. Okay. Well, while, while you're um, 
waiting. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. I can't find it. Okay, well, it wasn't mint chocolate. I'm I'm saying it was Jess. Anyway, anyway, we, we, you, you keep scrolling. It don't matter. It, no, it don't. So it was. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. no, no. I, I can't no, even no, to no, argue no, with no, about no, it. No, 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 no. It do matter. <sighs> it do. It do matter. Can someone please tell me? Someone will know. Who was it? Um, who was it? I think it was Jess Phillips. Yeah, we know you do. You keep saying it. Can I someone, don't. Okay, okay, I know you keep saying it, but you, until you come up with the evidence, then... And then you're going to chew on a great big slice of humble pie. No, I'm... And I'm going to love it. No, I'm not, because mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to fake news me. I will not. Oh, you won't believe me when I tell you. If you show it to me, I'll believe you. But you know what? You won't be able to show it to me because it's I'm not true. I'm searching my mail now. You're in trouble, mate. I thought... Sorry, what were you doing for the DMs. last... DMs. Fu- now I'm looking at my, my mail. Yeah. Don't swear. I'm not swearing. Well, don't mouth rude things. Okay, well that's a different that's that's a different thing, and I'll cons- I will certainly take that into consideration. An MP went toe to toe with a Muslim protester as tensions over LGBT lessons at a primary school boiled over yesterday. Labour's Jess Phillips, friends with the Late Night Alternative, hosted by Ian Lee, and that's not that's not true. Confronted Shaquille Afsar, who had claimed 600 pupils were pulled from lessons by angry parents. She accused him of damaging the reputation of Birmingham. What is it now? Um, uh, is the Muslim? I'm guessing the Muslim complaint complaint against homosexuality is the same as the Christian one that it's uh, it's unholy, it's sinful, it's dirty. Man should not lie with man. All of that rubbish. Mm-hmm. Jeez, grow up, guys. Grow up. Man, man shall lie with man and have a great time. Man shall touch man. Man shall stroke man. Lady shall kiss a lady and it'll be wicked. Man will stroke man okay, in front we get of lady. It, we get it, we get it, we get it. Lady and lady oh, will kiss y- man. Oh, hang on a minute. Now you're bo- now you're going into the realms of... Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, listen, anything goes. Man and man will kiss third man. On the bottom. I think this is what they're frightened of. That they're that those are going to be the lessons, but I can guarantee Ian Lee will not be delivering the LGBTQ lessons in any school anytime soon. Lady will kiss lady, who um, if, if, a few months before physically was man, and it'll be great. Everyone's going to love it. She accused him of damaging the reputation of Birmingham's peaceful and loving Muslim community with his campaign against Anderton Park Primary. Flipping it, man. Here's the thing, though. In a primary school, they're not going to be going so. What, what they're not going to ga- be doing any of what Ian just did. Yeah, well, what a, what a gay man does is when he sees another man he fancies, he gets a rush of blood. They're not going to be doing that. They're going to be talking... The clash came hours after supporters of the school were targeted by masked attackers when they set up banners, rainbow flags and placards. Oh, my God, we're going backwards. We're going backwards. We're going backwards, people. Still, one good thing to come out of this, Ken um, from Newcastle is not going to phone the station anymore, so that's something. He said that before, though, hasn't he? Unfortunately. Police are investigating after eggs were thrown. One of the LGBT rights campaigners said, it was awful, I was shaking. Well, luckily you weren't shaken by a milkshake. The school was 
has been at the centre of protests for seven weeks, but they have escalated in recent days. Muslim parents say they do not want their children to take part in LGBT equality lessons. Police are also investigating claims that head Sarah Hewitt Clarkson has received threatening emails and calls. And as hostility grows, council officials are considering use their powers to block protests at the school. Ms Phillips, um, just as Labour MP Jess Phillips, who's uh, friends of the show, helped the show out a lot uh, recently, backed the idea as she disputed using uh, their power... Uh, she disputed the 600 figure put out by Mr Afsar. Um, OK, OK, OK. Well, listen, I know... OK, OK, OK. I can happily... I can I can know when to walk it back. I know when to walk it back, and I know when to apologise. Um, Experience the unconventional, hello, the unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On talk radio. I have to apologise, and Sam, you're in very serious trouble. I, I have no idea why. I have no idea why you did that, mate. Rosie Duffield, MP. And I said that, and I said some. I said some words, and I said Rosie Duffield, MP. And then just as we went to the break, Sam dumped it. So no. you. Apology accepted. Yes, it was Rosie Duffield. I didn't apologise. Yes, what are you, you talking did. about, mate? I'm not sorry it was Rosie Duffield. Why are you sorry? I'm not sorry. Are you? you? What are you talking about? You're what are you saying you're sorry for? Being very random on the veranda today. What's mm. going on with you? Just saying these... Someone trying to gaslight me. Just saying these words. So you've had... You're, I think you're having like a little private conversation in your head, Catherine. That's a little bit weird, mate. You want to be careful about that, but... Come on, but... Come and put you in the loony bin, if I'm allowed to say that these days. I don't think I am, actually. Hmm? Let's go to uh, a friend of the show, Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Hey, hey, how do? Very, very, very well. Although I think Catherine needs a holiday because something is... Oh, I certainly do. Yeah, so you certainly do, actually. You certainly yeah, do. I actually do, though. Well, I'm glad you agree yeah, with me. Yeah, I probably do. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you agree with me. Yeah. And that's uh, proving that I'm always right. Well, apart from that time. Uh, well, at the time I said you needed a holiday, no, contradicting yourself. before that you said Rosie Duffield MP uh, and then dumped it I have repeatedly. not dumped... I haven't hit the dump button at all. What? There's a camera there. If you want, we can rear on the tape. Don't get taping cameras anymore. It's digital. Well. All right. Do you want me to dump? There you go. Wait, what? What? Pablo will back me up. Pablo. Do you know what? Stick your apology where the sun don't shine. Okay, mate. Well, that's the, that's the kind of manner. That's the kind of treatment we get here, Pablo. Um, uh, and that's why there's a patriarchy, because sometimes they just get a little bit ahead of themselves. Wow. Pablo, what can we do for you tonight? Oh, yeah, well, um, I assume we probably talked about it uh, briefly. Yesterday. About tit? We've talked about tit. What? Where's no, this about going? tit. You said you, um, you, you talked I'm, about tit. I'm alluding tit. to my financial point. Um, the old Nigel Farage milkshaking incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, don't think well, you should milk, I don't think you should milkshake people. Um, and I don't want to talk specifically about Nigel Farage because there is now someone who's been charged... 
Um, but I just think this series, uh, you know, listen, I don't think it's a good... Protest with a megaphone, protest with um, banners, protest with numbers. People don't... are now holding up pictures of milkshakes. That'll do, Oh, won't it? there we go. Hold up pictures of milkshakes. But don't, but don't chuck milkshakes at people. No, well, that's it. I mean, I think that's the uh, the main thing. I think the whole kind of um, kind of passive resistance. Like, yeah, I remember a while back there was um, like a truck following people about playing certain music, which was quite. I think it was when Nuttall was doing uh, his uh, campaign at the time, which was very effective. Uh, what music were they playing? Oh, for Benny you? Hill, wasn't it? So it was, it was something along those lines. It was kind of just um, like that's clown music and stuff like that, which I think is the, r- the right way to go. And obviously anything which could be classified as an assault isn't, isn't the right way to no. go. Um, but in saying that, obviously me living in Newcastle, I did pay a little pilgrimage to the site this afternoon. Wow. Um, you know, potential for a plaque there, I think. And, you know, I'm not, well, did, uh, you, did you have a milkshake as a, a, as, a, as a tribute? Why are milkshakes so expensive? That milkshake costs £5.25. Well, that's, that's part of the whole thing. I think it was five guys or something like that. So it's, have, you uh, been in I, fi- have you ever been in five guys? Have you been no, inside five guys? There's, there's nothing less geordie than um, paying over five quid for a hamburger. But have, you, have you been inside five guys before? Uh, only once, but uh, they gave me tablet beforehand, so I don't really remember. There much we go. It. You see, well done, well done indeed. Uh, yeah, no, don't assault people. Go out and use imaginative. Listen again. I've got to say, honestly, I find it funny. I find it funny, but that's that is a, a, an inert feeling in me that I cannot control. Okay, uh, but I am better than that, and um, we don't assault. We don't assault people. Well, that's it, and also it's kind of it's one of these things that it's also how I've I've got issues with the anti-fascist movement. I very much believe in their general cause, but obviously this all kind of or it takes a, you know if you punch fascists, it's all right, and it, and it just basically in my mind just plays into their hands. It just gives them ammunition to use against like um, left-wing opinion, and that's exactly what certain people have done when these instances have occurred to them yep. without going into specifics. Here we go. There's, there's, um, th- there's, there's wisdom pouring out of your veins, Pabs. Well, you know, I'm not just a pretty face. Well, I'm not that either, to be y- fair. You but, are a uh, very... I've, I've had a, the, the, the luck, the, for, the good fortune to look into those baby blue eyes. You're a handsome guy. Eyes of a psychopath. There we go. He has got the eyes of a psychopath. He does look like one of those um, one of those killers that you read about in the newspapers, doesn't he? Speaking of which, uh, let's go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. Hi, uh, how are you? I'm fine, Mo. You sound really down. What's what's what's? Uh, how do we turn that frown upside down? Man, I just I can't be my like. Sorry. Quietly at night. So. <laughs> you but you got to do what? It's got to be quite a night. Quietly at night. It can be really bad. Oh, okay. Well, as long as we can hear you, otherwise. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> okay. We're, ha- we're having fun. Consider. We're having fun, buddy. We're, having, we're, just, we're just having fun, buddy. That's all. I have ten or more daughters. I have less than ten daughters. <laughs> How many daughters? You've got daughters now, have you? I thought, when did this happen? Congratulations. What are their names? No, it's a riddle. I have ten or more daughters. Ten or more daughters? I have daughters. less than ten daughters. I have at least one daughter. If one only one daughter... Why? Are you masturbating? So it sounds like. Is this how you get your kicks? By phoning up a has been and telling them riddles? (laughs) You're funny. 
At he's least he admits it now. Up. He admits <laughs> it now. Before he used, it took a long time to win this guy round, but we've done it. Perseverance pays off. Go on. Oh, he said he, he, that he was the only thing that made this show funny. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Great. Those are the days. I have, I have ten or more daughters. I have less than ten daughters. I have at least one daughter. If only one of these <laughs> statements is true, how many daughters do I have? Well, Catherine's about to tell us the answer. None. Oh, yeah, right. Why do you always get these? Because we're really clever and you're dumb. <laughs> Gotta try harder, man. We, we, have, we have got brains the <laughs> size of, um, the, the, of Europe. <laughs> yeah, but that riddle was really confusing anyway. No, it wasn't. It was easy. It was none. If you've got any daughters, right, there'll always be two statements that are true. Therefore, you have no daughters. Mm-mm, I guess so, yeah. Thank you very much indeed, Mo. P please try again. Tomorrow at the same time, it'll be Mo's Riddle Corner. Mo versus Google. The, the, don't, shh, don't tell him. <laughs> don't, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Come on. <laughs> oh, three... Four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. No rules, nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And suddenly we're nearly um, we're nearely done. It's uh, quarter to midnight. Uh, the quarter to one. Why can't I tell the time tonight? Time is irrelevant. Time is... Um, yeah, what's time between friends? Exactly, exactly. You can go five minutes without seeing a friend and see them and they make you smile, or you can go 50 years and that smile is just as strong and just as powerful and it's a reminder that time between friends is nothing. It's immaterial. It's, um, it's all it is. Well, that was <sighs> deep, wasn't it? It was. I, I do like to go deep. Good evening, Lauren. Hello there. Hello, Lauren. What can we do for you tonight, of all nights? Oh, I said I'd ring in on Twitch earlier. It's just taken a long time to work up the gumption to do it. I haven't spoken to you for a while. Well, you've, you've the gumption has appeared. Well done. Congratulations. It's a, Here's the thing, man. I, I, whenever I found up a radio show... I always get I get the jittery leg, I get the I get a bit nervous. I get I, I do, it's a strange thing to do. And look, Lauren, listen, you've listened to this show for a while. You know that the majority of callers are weirdos. I'm not including you in that. You're outside of that Venn diagram. But the majority of them are weirdos. It's not a normal thing to want to do. No, I think I'm a weirdo, but okay. I also have shaky hands right now. You but... are, you are a weirdo. <laughs> I was being polite, and I was going to call you a weirdo after you'd put the phone down. But I'm going to set your face. You're a weirdo. How did you, um, for anyone listening who might be wanting to phone in one night this week, how did you psych yourself up and, and get ready to make this phone call? Actually, Roger and Ollie encouraged me. Bullied. You're bullied online. Oh, those by, guys. Bullied <laughs> online by men, by nobodies, <laughs> by has-beens. I never was is also rands. Well, there you go. Well, Lauren, you, you're on. It's a pleasure. It's a delight to hear your voice. Is is there anything we can help you with this evening? Well, I used to go out with someone who was quite into astrology, so I've got sort of a simplistic explanation that might help you. If you please like. do, please do. And, and first of all, I have to ask: Do you believe this simplistic explanation? No. Okay, good. Well, you're one of us. Welcome. Away you go. Basically, the way I understand it is that the placement of the planets and some meteors and stars... Meteors are included as well, are they? Wow, I didn't Crikey know that. Crikey bobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they affect 
our life based on where we were born and when we were born. But it's hang on. to me, it's hang not going to be based on science. That's <laughs> literally no explanation. <laughs> where we were born and when we were born affects our lives more than uh, space dust, doesn't it? Well, I say I don't believe in it, but that was yeah. the explanation I was given. And meteors are involved. What about satellites and that now? Um, uh, it's, it is the thing. It's so obviously... Spaceballs. Spaceballs, thank you. It is absolute guff. And yet there are people out there... Uh, listen, Russell Grant, I think I've met Russell Grant. Nice guy. If I've met him, he's a nice guy. If I've not met him, he's a nice guy, right? But what a load of our rubbish. I think I have met him. Have I met Russell Grant or not? Call me now, 0344 499 Have I ever met Russell Grant? Or is your Hamleys lookalike met Russell Grant? Or it could be the Hamleys lookalike that's doing it. I think I must have met Russell Grant. I've, right, okay. I've definitely met Christopher Biggins. I've definitely met John McCrerick. I think I've met Russell I Grant. I think you have. I, th- I think I might have... Feel like I, think I a, might have seen you meet Russell Grant. I think Russell Grant has been very, very delightful to me. I think Russell Grant is almost a friend of mine. Yeah, but this is normal for you because the thing is, uh, Lauren, that um, Ian's got a, he's an affliction, which means that Disabled. he doesn't recognise people he knows. It happened this weekend. When? When we were in Manchester, we were sitting in a cafe and there was oh a woman and I God. said, you know her. Someone I, I worked with and knew, got on really, really and well. I named her and he said, no, that's not her. I said, yeah. it's her. This he got to true. the point where he rang her up thinking if her phone goes off, it's definitely her. Right, we Googled her. It was um, uh, Rachel, and I can't remember her last name. Who, Rachel Morris. Rachel Morris, who's one of the psychotherapists. psychologists on when I did the Big Brother spin-off show. And we got on really, really well, really well. And um, we were having a meal, and Kath went, it's her. And I said, no, it's not. And then you got you Googled her, and I went, no, it's, it's not her. And I showed him a picture of the same but she woman. had different hair. She had different hair. Um, and then I did. I phoned her up and, and to see if she picked up her phone, and she didn't. No, because she was having a meal with her friends. She was having a meal with her friends. But then I went, we went over and said hello. But even then, I still wasn't confident enough to say her name. Did yeah. you notice that? Didn't say her I name. Know. But then she mentioned that she had a full surgery, and I, well, we knew we were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, but that... Why are we talking about that? What's that to do with it? Facial dyslexia. Russell you Grant. not knowing if you know Russell Grant? That's irrelevant. I would I would recognise Russell Grant like that, like, like the drop of a, of his hat. I would recognise Russell Grant, um, but I think I've met him. And I think he's very very nice to me. But the astrology stuff is bullshine. There we go. That was the point. I think it's a placebo to some people. It makes them feel better. I don't want people to feel... The people that have made to feel better by astrology are idiots. Well, listen, it's what I said before. We all have a need to feel looked after and that there is some sort of direction our life is moving in that is beyond us. We all need a love erection. Little divine... You know that song? Divine Intervention. Yeah, we got It's a great song. It's a great song. Um, so, uh, so uh, yeah, Russell Grant, what, what do you want to know about him, Lauren? I'm going to be a bit dense because I'm a late-night loser and so I don't know who he is. Shut what? the front door. We just spent ten minutes establishing that Russell Grant is a very close personal friend of mine and you don't know who he is. You've got a sound clip of him because he's a very he's got a very distinctive voice. I'm sure if you grew up around the same time as we did and I know you did, he would have been on breakfast telly all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Russell Grant. Oh, no, hang on a second. I've got to do do it. There we go. Here we go. Dear, dear, dear. What a radio programme this is. 
Am I talking to myself here? Unga, 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 shango, unga, unga, unga. Do you know that guy? Ring any bells? That guy rings some bells, then yeah. Know, that, that, Lauren, that Lauren is the one, the only, Mr. Russell Grant. Thank you for your call. You did it. Do it again soon, please. 0344 499 Last few minutes of the show. Then we've got to try and remember where we parked our car. Yeah. Because we had to park our car some distance away. Yeah, okay, sure, right, sure, the facilities in the studio might be better. Yeah, sure, it might sound better for you guys at home, but we had to park our car miles away on a street. They may or may not still be there. We just don't know. The French mayor is handing out free Viagra to couples in his town to boost the birth rate. Can you get it over the counter? Depends on when you take. Continue. Jean de Bouzy, the <laughs> mayor of Montreux, northern France, said yes, he was favourable to the distribution of the little blue pills in an official degree, decree. He hopes the move will get lovers romping and lead to more pregnancies as the town's number of children plummets. Urgent action was prompted when two local schools were threatened with closure because of the lack of kids. De Bouzy said he had not yet obtained a supply of the drugs and would need the local council's approval before they were distributed. <laughs> He added this the policy a, was intended to draw attention right now. to underpopulated schools in his area. However, sad news, doubt has been cast over his promises. French law dictates men need a prescription to get Viagra. Oh, well, that's un- un- unlucky. Unlucky, <laughs> ladies. Monsieur de Bouzy. <laughs> that's not happening. Ay, 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 is that we? We got a phone call. We got Stephanie. We got Stephanie coming in. Paul's got to bring his own chair in. Look, state of affairs. And that door is heavy. State of affairs. Good luck. You come. You come in, Paul. We're going to see if He's we can talk wheel to, himself in. We're going to see if we can talk to Stephanie. And um, if we can, we can we? Is she got not here, there. Here he comes. Oh, flipping it. Chief Ironside. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've broken out there. Look. Nobody likes a grass. <laughs> Nobody Mate, likes a knock. Don't you come anywhere near this blooming these faders. We know what you did last sort of time. Actual right scenes. Actual. Look, he's, he's broken the, the door. They've there. given me though a little mug with a little lid on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're the only one that's got it. The trouble is though, I'm back on. I've had two cups of coffee tonight. Ooh. I've been off coffee for fourteen months. There's no decaf here. But that's the devil's coffee. There's, well, I, I like coffee. And I like, I, I'll have that's a very nice jacket you're wearing. It's vaguely Maoist, vaguely it is Chinese well, early 60s. I bought this ages ago and I never, I never had the guts to wear it. I like, I, I like a, a kind of blouse on with epaulets. Yeah, I, it's I'm a lovely a, detail. I'm a big fan of the epaulets. Yeah. The weekend I was wearing this and then I had a shirt with epaulets as well. Good, I can put my Double epaulet action. Yeah, 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 yeah. Epaulette on epaulette. I once got a double in it. Oh, yeah. I was on a bus when I lived in Brixton. Yeah. And it was, before in it was kind of quite as common as it is now, and there were two schoolgirls in front of me, and one said to the other, no word of a lie, yeah. she was talking about buying some new jeans or tights, she said, I want the, one with, I want the ones with the holes in it, in it. Oh, I double in it. Yes. I double in it. Beautiful. What is on your show tonight? I am moderately excited. Go on. Because one of the voices of my childhood, and I still sing one of their songs to my grandsons when I put them to bed, the 11-year-old doesn't like it, the 5-year-old does, yeah. Morning Town Ride yeah. by The Seekers. Yeah. We've got Judith Durham oh, of The Seekers on the show song. from Australia. She did The Carnival Is Over, yeah. I'll Never Find Another She's Georgie great. Girl. Yeah. That song is, uh, 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 that song is like magic. Rock. Because I, I heard that as a really young kid, and yeah. I didn't hear it for years and years. And, and I'm talking like like three or four or five. And then I heard it a little Beautiful. while ago. Beautiful. 
Well, she's got a wonderful she quality of being time. kind of life-affirming but melancholy at the same time yeah, in yeah. her voice. And she came over, her and the Seekers worked a cruise ship to the UK, yeah. okay, expecting to go on the cruise ship back, but they'd sent their first album over in advance, Lou Grade heard it and said, I'll book them into some clubs. Yeah. 55 years ago this year, in London, they recorded their first single. They've sold over 60 million records since then. <laughs> so, Judith Durham of The Seekers, one for the teenagers on the show. It's truth, there we go. Well, let's, let's, I think, we think we've got a phone call from someone who's excited to hear that. Hello, Is it Rupert Murdoch? Hello. Good morning, Rupert. Hello, sir. Hello, caller, you're live on the radio. Oh my God! Hi, hi, uh, hi, hi, hello. Ian. Hi, hi, Paul. Hello. Who is? I'm who taking is the this? chair out. Who is this? <laughs> Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. What? We've, we've, oh my God! This is the first time I've ever called the radio station. Well, you've called us, but the thing is, we're about to go off, and uh, me and Kath are about to finish, and Paul's about to take over. Don't cry, don't oh, cry. I was so nervous to phone you guys. Well, you phoned so, us. Maybe you could phone the us. The last caller actually prompted me to call you. Oh, you've got 20 seconds. Well, I just want to say that I love your shows and I love your Twitch that you did this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Steph. Well, listen, um, give us a call to, tonight. Give us a call tomorrow night. Okay. All right, thanks very much indeed. There we go. That was lovely. Thank you, Stephanie. What a great way to end the show. I enjoyed that. Thank you, Catherine. Hey, no, that was fun. It was fun. It was all right, wasn't it? I think the vibe might be coming back, guys. Spread the word. The vibe's back in town. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate it. Uh, all of your help and, and walking us through the technicals. Stay tuned. Paul Ross is up next. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.